Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant gurus. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I've done. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one. It's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. And here we go, six and a half minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler has the live YouTube channel for you today. Watch us live on YouTube. Catch us on America's greatest radio stations. Enjoy the TuneIn app or catch our daily archives on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. Rick and Bubba interns drops of Jupiter going for a master's degree in common sense. Daddy calls me pumpkin going for her bachelor's degree in common sense. Common sense. Now a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. How about you, Rick? How about you, everybody? Thank you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. A couple of things going on. Uh, Will of Meat hasn't spun yet this week, so that could happen today on the program. You don't ever know. Could do tomorrow, next day, or it'll definitely happen before Friday. That's how it happens here on weeks. A couple of things, too. I uh, got to see Kingdom Man Rising. I have not seen Avengers Endgame. Nobody panic. Hmm. Nobody. People are literally panicking on so, trying to get out. Nobody get hurt. Nobody crash their car. You've got time. I probably won't see it till this weekend. Okay, okay. you you got time now. Now Monday, Mm-mm. you got problems Monday. Look out! <clears throat> I mean, I'll do my best with it. But anyway, so everybody just calm down. So so that's going on. Um, also, um, I was gonna gonna mention Kingdom Man Rising. Saw that last night, uh, or actually yesterday afternoon. Uh, and uh, and, and I, it's got one more night tonight. This is the Tony Evans movie uh, that is. Um, it's called No More Excuses. And this is addressing the problem that we have in our country and really the world involving uh, men. And I, I love one of the things Tony was saying. He said, we don't have a problem with males, but that don't make you a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talked about the time in Zephaniah where the prophet Zephaniah is told by God, I'm looking for a man, but I can't find one uh, for, for what I need done. And Tony said, now, do are you, are you, are you think God couldn't find males? They were everywhere. He said he couldn't find a man. And so then he goes into what biblically does make you a man, and he says, stop making excuses to be the, the awful man that you are. Enough with excuses because God can change anybody into the man you're supposed to be. That's, I'm giving you the nutshell, but it, it, you got to see it. Te- go out. If you, don't, if you don't get a chance to see it, didn't see it yesterday, it's one more night tonight at theaters all across this country. So yesterday I was on the move. And, and, Bubba, I'm afraid I'm about to hand out uh, a listener of the week. Uh, yeah, award. it sounds like it. Uh, now, this is what's kind of cool, too, when I when I met this guy. But anyway, so I, I, I head out. Now, we all know if you've ever had a college student, it's, you know, this is their first step out to be on their own. I'm putting quotes around that. Mm-hmm. You know, until they are actually got a job and they pay their own bills, they're not on their own. But, but this is the first time that you're not with them, and they, they're making a lot of decisions without you there to say, don't do that. Uh, this is not – uh-uh, that's not good. they got to learn how to study and make grades on their mm-hmm. own, uh, use the things they have access to, the tutors and all this kind of they, – they got to learn how to get to the goal of this college degree, and they got to find ways to do it without being drawn into all the other garbage that could, uh, that could be detrimental and pick the right friends and do the right things. And, and uh, there's a lot of response – wash their own clothes and, and all this. So – uh, because we we definitely do not allow the you know I come home every other weekend and all I do is wear my clothes till they've all been worn and then I come home when I'm out of clothes and mom has to wash them we don't we don't do that <laughs> and uh, now I told Sherry now now there's some clothes that'll pay a price 
Yeah. You know, you're gonna, we're going to lose some clothes in this. <laughs> and uh, you just yeah. got, got to be ready for that. But, uh, but it's all, all working out. So, so I did not know, and I told you this, uh, and it really worked out great for Brooks, uh, big, big Love Burgess uh, there at Mississippi State. I'm wearing one of the shirts today that Mississippi State actually sent me when I told them, when everybody kept saying <coughs> my only Mississippi State shirt was from the Croom era. Right. And they wanted to up, yeah. upgrade me. So people, different departments at Mississippi State sent me shirts, and I love this shirt. But anyway, so um, – Went to Mississippi State yesterday, uh, the home of ninety six one, and and the great Thurlow, and so um, I, I'm I'm headed that way. I, I get there, and and my big thing was, will there be one thing that is already packed? One, just I mean, one. I mean, am I going to pull up and say, let's load? You said you doubted it when I, you I, left. I did doubt that. Um, first of all, you know the reason why I doubted that is when my son didn't realize that his finals were actually over at one o'clock on Monday. For some reason, he thought he wasn't finished till Wednesday. Uh, and then I started asking him questions about his schedule, and then I realized, okay, he had finals on Friday. A lot of people didn't. Two on Friday, then he had two on Monday. And uh, so I hope we didn't leave without a final being completed. You know, but 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 we're gone now. So we're out of yeah, there. Yeah, well, we're so, out. So anyway, so I will give Big Love credit. When I got there, he he had even uh, the night before. Or, Maybe we should have been studying. <laughs> he um, he had packed his car with all the clothing that needed to be packed, hanging, and then had already packed a suitcase with all of his clothing. So all that was left were you know knickknack paddywhacks and that mm-hmm. doggone shelf that I was against. Yeah. Uh, Rick, and let me ask you this question because oh, I'm out of the loop a little bit. He he lives in a dormitory, and if I understand correctly, because mine do not. Mm-hmm. You have to when when the semester you have to clean everything mm-hmm. out. Oh, it's yeah. like you You're completely done. move oh, yeah. out You're furniture done. and everything. Yeah. Because see, next next fall he won't live well, in see, a, yeah. a dormitory. He'll live in an apartment. I know yeah. people, Bubba, that will just get storage buildings for that season of life, so they mm-hmm. can put everything in and then turn around and put it in another one. Right. Yeah, yeah you have to. Gosh, you, that's a lot of moving. Though. Yeah, You're it done. Is. But if everybody get out, look here. I go. Here I go. What time is it? Hmm. Mm, this is Chancy. I think I'm okay. Mm. I told oh. everybody it's only one year of the dorm, so let's don't put a lot of stuff in the dorm. Right. It's just one year. That's right. That's why that doggone shelf shouldn't have been that in there. Dog, that gum, it cursed that shelf, and it caused a handle for me just like I knew it would. <laughs> so, uh, it, and, and I, of course, I had to ask. And of course, I got in trouble on this. I said, do you ever use that shelf? No, sir. <sighs> The shelf yeah. was not for use, Rick. It was for <laughs> decorations, and there were pictures and things on the shelves that made his dorm room look better. <laughs> That's why it's there. He, it wasn't for him to use for anything. So it was not useless. Chef was useless. <laughs> Could put a poster up there. But you know what? That battle was yeah. lost. That battle was lost. You know yeah. what we said today? Pick them. Yes, Tried pick to the battle. Tried to tell Tyler that when he was dealing with Christian yesterday. We were, we were marriage counselors. Wonder how their evening went. Yeah, I got a lot of email wondering but, um, about them last night. Yeah. So I get there and uh, and it's hot. You know the it, you know it's a. Uh, you know, think it was, about it was a it was a hot day. The thing about the thing about the deep south, we can literally go from this is a beautiful day to wow, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it was hotter than I wanted it to be. Sun blazing down. Now it's a beautiful day. It was a beautiful drive. You know, I love the drive. Didn't like that construction in Tuscaloosa going west, but got around that <laughs> all right. Big handle there, but wonder if that's ever going to be finished. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, uh, I was. Um, I said, all right, buddy, let's let's put all – and I took the famous blue – you know, these, these big plastic tubs. If you ever have a kid go to college 
With the lids that fold in. In, Invest in in the big tubs, okay? Yes. So I say, here's a tub. Let's throw everything in here that's not clothing. All that goes in here. Big tub out. Back seat of a big truck. Ram 1500 is ready to roll. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's look at the shelf. Is it longer longer than the bed of the truck? Is that big? Oh, Greg. It's wow. not it's not wide, but it's yeah. tall. It's tall. Wow. Yeah. And because uh, it goes used. it goes behind it goes it fits in a dorm room at the head of a bed that goes around the two sides of the bed and comes up with for shelving. Oh, right. you, can you see it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I got it. Of course we're gonna go down steps with it because it won't sure fit in the elevator. <laughs> mm. Oh you yeah. Never needed sure. again. Uh, Could you just sell it to somebody yeah. on site? Well, I wanted to I wanted to it might be made of press wood. Come on. I mean I, I wanted to burn it. And so, but I was told to bring it home because it's going to be in Brody's dorm room next year. Right. What if it, no, you're not. What gonna, if it? What if it fell out of the truck? Mm, it didn't make it. Let me tell you. If you mm-hmm. think we that, have a history if, of that, if Greg tied it, if you think yeah. that thing's going to make it to, to Brody's room, you're out of here. Do you think you could just disappear and she'd ever know? <laughs> just don't get ahead of me. Okay. I mean, I'm no, th- no. There's nothing about that today. Oh, okay. But, but that's my long term. Okay. Plan. Yeah. But I want to award. Don't draw attention. I want to award. Mm-hmm. I want to award. At least put up for consideration. At this point in the week, mm-hmm. I would like to nominate Starkville's. J.B. Gardner, okay, uh, as Rick and Bubba listener of the week. Rick, I think you can drop the hammer on that. Anybody that comes to the to help like that, they get listener. Of the Got week. out there and realized that I had the. He chef. may be listener of the month. Really struggled to get that chef down the steps. Really struggled. Hmm. Got it out, okay. put it in the truck. It's too long, and of course, there's that stupid thought that's never right. Maybe it'll ride. Yeah, and, no, and they'll pull a grid. And then I thought, no, that thing's gonna come out of here at some point. I can't yeah. just lay it back here sticking out. No, uh, and it didn't stick out beyond the tailgate. But the tailgate has to be down. It's out there. Oh, yeah, you better so, have it tied. Good. So I go in the truck to get get my channel lock strap. Lift it, lean it on top of it. Don't have one. Oh, no channel lock. Oh, don't Rick. have. Left them. Left them in the garage. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, um, so we'll. Uh, you just hey, staring, standing Rick, there looking at it. Rick, two blocks. Now just I'm, lean it up against the dumpster and keep rolling. That now I'm two blocks, but I'll tell you how J.B. Gardner will now be nominated, and it'll be hard to beat, Listener of the Week. And I'll what tell you, the whole story he told me about. By the way, he said something that really, I, while I was chatting with him and hanging out with him, because I was enjoying myself, um, I found out how people really have the Rick and Bubba experience now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. So yesterday, went to move uh, College Boy home for the summer. He'll be interning with us starting next week, as a matter of fact. So uh, Big Love will be part of it. He did a great job of having himself mostly packed. I really don't have any issue with that. I noticed that he and his roommate uh, did not decide to dust any in a year. Uh, so they, I, I don't know that they dusted anything ever. And uh, But, that, again, that's part of it. So did y'all ever struggle sneezing, coughing a lot? Because uh, <laughs> you're breathing dust in here. You, you have to sweep, vacuum something. Yeah. And uh, so uh, so I was uh, – he said we started dusting early on. We moved in here, and then we kind of got tired of it. So, <laughs> so they uh, – but anyway, so he, he really did a good job of having most everything ready. We got the shelf down. We we wrestled that that bear. Um, did Made a few moves uh, on a few items. Uh, got the big uh, tub filled up. So then I get out and I realize the shelf cannot go in the back of the truck with the tailgate shut. So now I need straps so it won't, you know, slide out into traffic at any point and, and endanger other people. Right. Now there was a side of me that if I could have had it fall out of the back of the truck, break into a million pieces and nobody be inconvenienced, that means this thing's out of my life, I probably would have been fine with that. But I, I didn't want to take the chance of endangering other people. 
So uh, I had on my way over there, a listener of the show, JB Gardner, had had emailed me and said, "I'm telling you, I'm doing nothing today. I'm on vacation, but we're not going anywhere." He said, "I'm fishing a little bit this morning, but you know, if you get over there and need help with Big Love, I'll help you." And I thought, "Well, that's a what a, what a kind thing to say, <laughs> right?" You know, and and then I'll describe it for him. He said he was sitting there going through his day. He goes, and I look down, and the phone is ringing, and it is it is a two o five number. And I thought to myself, "There ain't no way that's Rick from Rick and Bubba." <laughs> and uh, I said, "Hey, JB, what's going on, buddy?" I said, "You ain't got any straps, have you?" <laughs> and, uh, and uh, and he goes, "Is this Rick?" And I said, "Absolutely. I'm 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 over here by Davenport trying to trying trying to see if we can't point." Point East. He thought, he thought I was just trying to be nice. I was just right. trying to be nice. Oh, my I goodness, he's calling. Actually. And I told him that. I said, look, if you know, if it's not a big deal, I said, I can go. Just where can I go get some? Is, is, and, uh, and I was going to ask. But he said, well, he said, I've actually got some right now. He said, I'll bring okay. them to you. So uh, and I and I said, look, okay. I said, look, I'll, I'll I'll buy them from you, or you know, or well, what? And he goes, no. Nah. He said, I got some older ones, and he said, if that doesn't work, I'll I'll have some new new ones as backup. And he couldn't have been kinder and. And, and brought those over, and he also stopped and got me a Mississippi State ham. I, t- I brought home a Mississippi State ham. You're kidding. How nice is that? Home run, buddy. So he and I got to talking. Thank the shelf for that. Yeah, and, and did he bring any cheese? Uh, he did not, but uh, oh, ice cream. Uh, no, they got all kinds of stuff. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I, that's why I love going there. I've, I've really enjoyed having a, a son there. So anyway, um, this is the part that you know, and I want to tell Bones that I saw his comment when I put JB Gardner's picture up on Instagram and thanked him. I saw I saw Bones comment. I saw you. So I said, thanks. I'd like to thank him for bringing me the channel lock uh, straps he yeah. put underneath. So when did he show you how to use them? Oh, yeah. that's, I, good. I, that's good. That's hey, good. hey, go ahead. Throw it out there, that's baby. Good. That's fine. I, I'll take that. I deserve that. And so we got it secure. At one point, we got, had it a little too secure that I thought we was actually going to break it. So we backed off just a little bit, but okay. we had it secure. You cinched her down. Huh? So uh-huh. I get to talking to JB, and he caught some good bass that morning, and we oh. looked at each other's fishing pictures and hung out a little bit. And so here's what I said. I said, well, tell me about you in the show. He said, well, I've been listening about 10 years. I, he said, I, I came in as Don Juan was going out and Greg was coming in. He said, he's one of your minions, Greg. So JB's one of yours. Well, of course, he had a ratchet strap, we expect. I know, you're mm-hmm. right. He, he was very Of course, much. he uses his, right. like you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I, well. Yeah, something happened? I got a little. Well, that wasn't not the oh, that, oh, when, you, when the couch I normally out. use them. I, that, I had a bad day. That you day. did. I don't so, carry it. So anyway, we get to talking. <laughs> so listen to this. And, and Hamzy, this, this is an art to use look. them right. This right. is really cool for you and Adler. So I said, all right, tell me tell me your what do you do? What's your Rick and Boat experience? How do you get the show? You've got 96.1. He said, yep, got an affiliate. He said, so that's easy. He said, but I'll tell you what I like to do. He said, I listen to 96.1. He said, but I love to watch on YouTube. I love the live YouTube, and I and, and I watch that when I'm certainly not driving. You know, mm-hmm. He said, so I watch the YouTube channel because I – hey, JB, you may be watching now. He says, because I just like that as a different experience. Mm-hmm. I like to listen. And he goes, and then he goes, now when it comes to – when I'm in the shower, this is how much he supports the show. <laughs> he goes, now I'm a tuning app guy. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> he said, I've got this waterproof – uh, I guess Bluetooth. Thing. Yeah, oh yeah. He said that I can pick up the tune-in app, and he said and the reason why I want to do that. He's saying the he shower. Goes, he goes. Yeah. He goes. I, I go. That. He goes. I don't go to the tune-in app for just the live show. I use ninety six one for that. Mm. I tune-in app at any time of day so I can hear best of moments while I'm. While, there while, you go. Okay. You know, I used to have a radio on the shower. It was a splash dance. Yeah. And it just picked up the FM. Yeah, so, that's the old splash. Yeah, I just don't yes. think I'm gonna be in there long enough. I need any time. Oh, it's a great. I'm just telling you what JB throw, says. Throw jam in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But JB, can says, I tell you a great thing? Now is those lights with the Bluetooth speaker in it. You just put it in top of the shower, and then you can Bluetooth. Yeah. It's already there. It's not wet. It's not. And that's way. what he was talking about. So what he does, he he is he's a, he's got an affiliate. 
and, and that handles his driving. Mm-hmm. He said, and I've got the YouTube experience whenever I can, a place I can just watch mm-hmm. on my TV or on computer. And he goes, I really like that. He said that I really, he said that's really my favorite thing to do is to see it on YouTube because you get you get the extra facial expressions and all Less that. So sharp. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. says, and then I go tune in app for best of moments, uh, like at uh, at the house if I'm working or taking a shower. So I thought that's boy, you talk about you taking it and getting it yeah, set you up. Got and, it all kind of different. Yeah, quite a guy. Yeah, right? and I and I told him I said, you know what, I didn't I didn't see you as a as an app guy and a in a YouTube guy. He goes, why? Oh, he says pretty easy, pretty easy, pretty easy to use. And uh, he wor- he works with a company that that farms like nine thousand acres Ooh. worth of corn and wow. and uh, oh, I see where you went with this. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You hunt a little bit. They sure did have some pretty bass. <laughs> I said, where'd you catch him at? Mm-hmm. He said, about 44-acre lake over there. I said, you got access to it? How many did you catch? He said, oh, we caught about 35. I said, did you? <laughs> I said, I bet that was fun. <laughs> I bet that was enjoyable. Like a nice time You're to probably, hang out. Probably oh. sore from throwing mm-hmm. yeah. gas. Yeah. I, said, I said, that sounds like it was a great experience. You know, Let me show you what I like to do. Oh, look, I got pictures of fish, too. Mm-hmm. I probably yeah. like to fish places that catch a lot of fish <laughs> with listeners who love the show. Mm-hmm. You I'll know. need your help in the fall too. Well, no, I tell you what I did. I said I'm gonna bring these back to you. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me. Maybe I can come over and move fish or something. I'll yeah. bring them back to you. Yeah, you know you could you could move big love back and yeah, then, we'll be and back then in the fall. Make it a long weekend. Right? Yeah. How about this? How about right this? My new about, best think, friend. You think fall fishing there ain't good? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looks like we I got, got me a new buddy. <laughs> JB Gardner Sparkle. and I got our Mississippi maroon on. <laughs> yeah, he had a, you, know, you see his picture. He had a state shirt on. I know. I saw. It. You think he didn't have it on? Huh? Parked over at the hump. Walked uh, over. I'll give him a little bit of this right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, dust. Oh, wow. Speaking of dusting. Geez. Yeah, you need to. So, so right now, <laughs> got the eggs. I think I got some dust in my eggs. Dusty eggs. Right. I'll eat it. A little dust in the eggs. Uh, dust in the eggs. Uh, so JB Gardner, dust in the eggs. Is, oh yeah, is, is listener of the week right now. I mean, that a boy JB. Ain't even close. Speedy, I, I, Speedy don't blow your dusty I, 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 eggs on me. You think, not even close. you think that wouldn't have come through? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. You didn't have to go anywhere. Brilliant on your part. You ever get home with a big old chef, though, don't know where it's going to stay at the house? You got to find somewhere to store it. Mm-hmm. And then you go down to the garage you never use, and then you realize the garage you never use has already been the place of all the other things yeah. you didn't know what to do with. Yeah. 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 He's a fool. By the way, the graveyard. There, there's things Isn't it in amazing that? how you fill up a basement? Oh, garage drop it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Well, uh, I know a lot of you out there are starting to email now. I'm starting to hear about the latest MyPillow.com product that we're talking about, Giza Dream Sheets. Uh, the, hey, and the audience goes wild. I'm loving getting uh, the emails now because we've been talking about them for enough time that some of you have followed uh, this prompting and you've ordered them and said, look, if, if, if it's the same quality of this pillow that I've got and the same quality of this mattress topper I got, let, bring them on. Because you know Mike Lindale, he's not going to have to do something. And and these sheets are just so very comfortable. They come in a variety of colors. Uh, like all the MyPillow products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Uh, Mike and his team searched to find the best cotton in the world. This is that long staple cotton that the, the Giza sheets are made from. 
And I've already got some feedback. People saying, Rick, I will tell you, these are the most comfortable sheets we've ever had. Uh, and we love them. And you can get them at 30% off by putting in the code Bubba there at MyPillow.com. Uh, the mattress topper is also still at 30% off. Rick, what were you talking about mattress toppers? You haven't heard me talk about this? Mattress topper, picture the MyPillow and how wonderful it is as you nestle your face in it. Picture a mattress topper. It doesn't replace the mattress. It enhances any mattress. Now you can lay a MyPillow from toe to head board and you now lay on top of a my pillow as well as your face in a my pillow, and now you can be covered in wonderful Giza dream sheets, all from the same place. Uh, so thirty percent off with the code Bubba on the mattress topper, thirty percent off on the sheets by going to mypillow.com or rickandbubba.com. They're under the sponsors button. Now, this 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 story, and I was bombarded with it yesterday, like y'all may have been as well. And I remember two days ago, or, I'm sorry, Monday. Uh, looking around at the TVs in here, and what I mm-hmm. thought I saw was a woman in a burqa um, that was being photographed, and I kept seeing the Sports Illustrated logo, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this 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 seems a bit odd. But now I realize that I wasn't confused. The reason why I was seeing that is 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 what Bubba. Rick, uh, we have the first ever Sports Illustrated model in a burkini. Mm. Um, now, now, this is, I know that Greg saw at the Atlantis a burkini right. in action on the water slides. And he told us that story. So when you say burkini, that this is a, this is a waterproof burka that you now wear that's made of it's basically a bodysuit, Rick, that you oh, yeah. that you get in the water with. Now, yeah. this is the this young lady, she is a Somali American model, born in Kenya, uh, and was born at a refugee camp until she moved to the United States at, at United States at the age of seven. And I can't say her name. It's Chancellorville. A- Don't even try H A L I M A. And not important. And um, she's from Chancellorville. We got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Got it. Got it. The uh, now the the editor for the Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit edition said, we believe beauty knows no boundaries. Uh, I admire her and consider her an inspirational human for what she has decided to do with her platform for her work with UNICEF as an ambassador and goes on to talk about that. She is beautiful inside and out. When I met her, we were. Uh, instantaneously taken by her intelligence, enthusiasm, and authenticity. And her ankles. Oh, Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's so, coming from Because that's all I can say. Well, yeah. well we, we, Greg, so Bubba and I w- were talking Y'all. about, about now we were talking about this. Now, first of all, I want to be clear, especially now being someone who's, you know, part of, of trying to establish, you know, Face the problem we were talking about tonight of, of kingdom men rising and, and men's ministry and all that. I loathe the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, and uh, I, I think it is just it, – it, it's, it's nothing but people trying to uh, come up with ways to entice people sexually and give men something to lust over. You don't think they're that, selling swimsuits? I do not. That's all it's about. All it is is Sports <laughs> Illustrated saying, see if we can tap into that soft porn market. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that, they've gotten them more and more naked as time has gone on, right. shirtless and, and all of this. And uh, so the real intention for this is for men to buy it and lust over it, bottom line. Uh, but, if you, but, but there's also this side of, okay, just because I put on all this, I'm not part of that. And Bubba and I were talking about it. 
look, you can wear all the clothing you want to, but if you roll around in the water and look seductively into the camera, you're, you're right. still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I thought I mean, the whole idea of the Burkett thing was to, to keep the the lust factor down. And, right. uh, but, and I, I don't know that you accomplish that if you wear it and then you still act in a seductive manner. Right. See, I don't know uh, what – I'm not Muslim, but the, from what I can understand in, in Islam – that the women, which I actually applaud, I'm not talking about keeping women down and denying them rights, but I applaud any, let's see if we say this, anything that says that women should dress modestly and should carry themselves in a way that is godly, I'm all for. Uh, and I and I agree with. But from what I've gathered, they would probably go to the extreme that if you were in a burqa and you're completely covered up, you also would not roll around in the water and look seductively into the camera and have various poses in that particular burqa, right? That seemed like I, I think it, it would kind of defeat the whole burqa concept to begin with. Right. I, it's, it looks like you're kind of you know working around it, right? So it, I, I think um, this might be a, a, a letter of the law, but not the spirit of the law, so to speak. Well, you you also go back to now. Are they just going to keep the other normal pictures they normally do that will be alongside all this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I guess so. That 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 that's kind of. <laughs> Isn't that kind of yeah? yeah. The, the the same the same you know it's it's almost like um, you know what you know what the bur- burkini is in this. Do you remember this? And you remember and look, I, I th- this is how bad how the opposite it used to be when it came to sport. Do you remember when your your team would be in some tournament for the county or for the area, and they just wanted to get you a certain amount of games? And even though you're not in the championship game, you get to play the godforsaken consolation game. Oh yeah, usually if you get down to the final four, you had mm-hmm. that consolation game. Right, and 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 it, this burkini layout in this is the consolation mm-hmm. game of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. It it, it doesn't. It, it's all just. It's meaningless. There, this is not Sports Illustrated taking a step toward modesty. This is nothing but political correctness. But but yeah. the, if you really want to try to respect the convictions of Islam, you wouldn't take a, a, a Muslim. If she, is she Muslim? I, yes, I, I, yes. You wouldn't take yes. a Muslim woman in a burkini, roll her around in the water, and throw her in the layout with all these other ha- uh, almost completely naked women. I mean, you're, you're, you don't even understand what you're trying to do. You're not even doing it right. You know, the, yeah. if, if you wanted to photograph a beautiful woman in a burqa, you would just have some respectful pictures of her what you you're, what you're trying to do, you're not even doing, because I, this is not respectful to to the convictions of the women who are Muslims and the men. It isn't. You're not doing anything but looking like, like Greg said, to be sharp. This this is feel goodism, and there's no conviction to it. There's no not a, not an ounce of it is sincere. It's patronizing. Uh, and and really, you're going to find that out because I promise you, there's going to be backlash from devout Muslims over this. I promise you. Now, Rick, if, uh, if they're consistent, th- this this young lady, this model, and she's appeared in a lot of fashion magazines up to mm-hmm. this point. Right. They say that she has proved that there's a place for modest Muslim women in the fashion industry. That's good. that's her message. Good luck selling that to a fundamentalist. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I'm not big on that. <laughs> the, uh, Certainly, she's she's a beautiful woman, and she is dressed modestly, and I, I applaud that. But this, we all know what's going on. We're we're not we're not this goofy, are we? Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this is that point where I hate where somebody thinks I'm this goofy. Oh, look at this! Look at this step forward. Mm-hmm. Good for them. 
They work on water slides, though. That one you saw it. She, yeah. Boy, she was having a ball. Could she go down the water slide that, faster? Well, you know, you think it would slow her down, but it looked to me like she was picking up speed. I would think, I could I think she was yeah, more aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah, some of that material. And for those of you that can't completely visualize this, I think Greg summed it up best when he said, she's dressed, she looks like a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, Greg, when, one, you, when you threw the that head out, thing that, and all, yeah. uh, it really did. It looks like a power ring. It does. But if you take the the, the female power that ring. That one there, that's the one she had on when yeah. she went down. But, it, but see, <laughs> if, you, if you take them and roll them around in the water and have them do the, you know, cock their hip back and stare at the camera seductively, you ain't accomplished anything. Yeah. No. I mean, and I don't think that's going to go over. No. In the, in, I think I think this, this, this is what – don't you love when the far left, they don't even know enough about what they're pretending to care about to do it right? Yeah. You know, even when they decide to make a move that's, that's based on emotion, only they don't, they don't really know enough about it to even know how they're supposed <laughs> to do it. Yeah. But I don't know how good. to tell you this. You're not supposed to do this at all if you're if you're really trying to be sensitive yeah. uh, to the convictions of, of Islam. This is not – they wouldn't include fashion modeling in it and yeah. rolling around in the water and looking yeah. seductively at the camera. I mean, they, they don't even know. I mean, they think they're doing something that everybody should just applaud, and they don't even understand what they're doing. <laughs> How silly is it? So your your phone calls are coming in in our first phone segment of the day. It can be on any topic. It can be on this, too. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, and we got lines available. Some are full. We'll chat with you if you're on hold. If you'd like to be part of the phone segment, dial us up now. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Tell me day I die. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866 866- we be big is our number. We'll go to the phone calls now as we come back. An anonymous caller is standing by. Well, we get a lot of that lately. Anonymous, you're the first one on the Rick and Bubba Show phone segment. Go ahead. Anonymous, anonymous caller. veteran. Yes, yeah. go ahead. Oh yes, sir. Um, so I want to tell you guys, I was in Afghanistan, um, and we fought against the oppression that these people were using against women. They forced them to wear the burqas, the Taliban did. And now we're going to celebrate it by a group that thinks they're pro-women. Yeah, now don't, don't forget. Understand y- yeah, don't forget. First of all, they don't have any credibility, Sports Illustrate, the, the Illustrated does. There it is. There it is. Chancellorsville, uh, they, <laughs> yeah. they don't have any credibility saying that they are pro-women because of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition to begin with. No, no organization that says they want women to be held in, a, in, the, in the proper place when it comes to honoring them, respecting them. Now, keep, these are the same people that get mad about the NFL and mad about sports and treatment of women, but yet they'll take women, strip them half-naked, uh, roll them around in water and sand, put out an issue for men to then look at women like objects and lust for them, and then they claim that they can't believe the way men act toward women. So they've disrespected women long before the burkini, so for them to claim that this is some tribute to women having someone in a burkini, that would be consistent with them because they're inconsistent on their view of women anyway. So this is right in line with what they always do. Sports Illustrated doesn't give a rip about the plight of women. They're trying to sell a lustful magazine to a bunch of men who then look at women like objects and then complain that men look at women like objects. <laughs> I mean, only only the far left can have that kind of a, kind of attitude. Uh, and then they go, the, the, Sports Illustrated is going to lecture us on the plight of women? Are you kidding me? 
Uh, we continue. Eight six six. We be big. Jonathan in Birmingham. Jonathan, go ahead. Hello. Hey, hey buddy, you're on. Yeah, I got a comment and a question. Okay. First comment is a. I want to see the Kingdom of Men Rising movie. I said it was a really good movie. Saying who hasn't seen it yet, I encourage every man to go see that one. And uh, my question is, how do you feel about the Plan B pill? I know a lot of people talk about abortion, but Plan B is kind of the pre-abortion. Like if you have unprotected sex and you just, the next morning you take the Plan B pill. Oh, I see Plan B. Yeah, I, I, it's the same. It's the same concept. This is this is us trying to behave in a way sexually. And, and then try to, to excuse ourselves from the possible potential uh, you know, problem with this behavior, and that might be a pregnancy that we didn't want. So I, I would put it in the same category uh, because in that particular case, I don't think anybody can make the case that the Plan B has any other function whatsoever than to say, I want to have sex with anybody I want to at any time, and I don't want the inconvenience of a pregnancy. Oh, it's, it was called the abortion pill. Yeah. You know, when it was yeah. first being debated whether they would legalize it or not. I would say that 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 look that that is in the same exact vein. It's it's just another yeah. way to feel better about it. But but uh, but it's still saying I want to behave in one way and have no repercussions. Uh, and and that that that's not uh, that's not how it works. Uh, we continue. Uh, Mac Mac, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, Mac. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Good. Great. Good. Hey, as a father of a 14-year-old daughter, I salute the Bertini. <laughs> You'd like to see more of them, wouldn't you? <laughs> you, know, you? I saw. I, I heard about this. I don't know. It's been seven, eight years ago, the first time I heard about it. And, you know, my daughter, when she was seven, she'd see all the older girls wearing the, the bikini, she called it. I said, well, here, I'll get you this this bikini. So I have been pushing for a Bertini. I'm happy Sports Illustrated has finally embraced them. Maybe they'll become cool and mod. <laughs> And my daughter will quit looking like she's wearing underwear. Just want to go with all her friends. Yeah, right. I believe there's a happy medium. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. There's a respectful way to do it. Mm-hmm. Certainly, you're right about some of the things that that dads let daughters wear. But um, but I think there's probably a, an in between that's respectful. Yeah, I uh, think that goes back to that conversation about what hill you're going to die on. You're right. Yeah, not. You're right. Yeah. The uh, Demi in Tennessee. Demi, go ahead. Welcome to the program. You mean Denise? Well, it, it's Demi on the board. I'm sorry, Denise. Go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. Monkey grass and tuba. Oh, you're watching out. Watching out. Uh-huh. 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 Done with it. Well, even though Speedy didn't, didn't, uh, wasn't, um, with me there, but anyway, I just wanted to say <laughs> thank you, Speedy. Oh, I can't get enough of that. I got dizzy again. I, I think the day I was off is when he started going to the corner. Yeah, to that's the, the corner he goes. I don't know why I run to the corner. Uh, I like to sit here one time. On the on the call yesterday about the husband and wife about you know not interrupting. Yeah. Uh, my my family knows not to call me before ten o'clock in the morning because I'm watching um, watching Rick and Bubba. Unless it's a mar- an emergency or it's important, I'm not disturbed. My well, see, I, that's I, a I good family. Yeah, I, I like think that. that's a, a workable situation. Absolutely. I don't think that's unreasonable. I love that. And uh, we, you know, I got a lot of email wondering about Tyler and Kristen last night, so maybe we can find them later today and see that. 
I imagine last night may, may have be been a, a tense moment, you know, yeah. after you've aired everything out. Jake and I O'Hatchie. I mean, aired. Please look at the spelling of O'Hatchie. Jake and O'Hatchie, <laughs> go ahead. Hey, guys, monkey grass. Hey, hey. thanks for the call. Appreciate that very much. Go ahead, Jim Indian. Hey, guys, I was wondering if y'all had seen the new Avengers movie. I know it's a nerdy thing to say, but have y'all seen it yet? Uh, no. no. One, no. Which one's that? No, no one on the staff has seen it, and the audience doesn't want me to see it. because You have seen it? Adler, mm-hmm. when did you see it? Okay, well, you didn't even... Him and his buddy. We, we talked about it on yesterday's show. You didn't even mention it. Uh, they didn't want to spoil anything. Okay, so Adler has seen it. So he went with Stel. Chris Woods to see it. Have you yeah. seen it, Jake? <laughs> I wish he had. Yes, sir. I've seen it twice already, and I was just going to say, it is the cinematic event of my lifetime, sir. Well, that's what I keep twice hearing. Twice already. Yeah. Come on, Are Jake. we wow. having one of the worst Jake, Jake. phone weeks? There's nothing. Look, I, I'm sure it's a good move. We don't have anything on. else come we got to do. Yeah. I mean, we go twice? Twice. Yeah. I, mean, I'm, I did that when I was like, Eight years old to watch the seventh voyage, seventh voyage of Sinbad. I saw it twice in one day. Yeah, well, he's not like pretty. He's but I'm grown. Young, he's not like a pretty good young guy. Yeah, not man. eight though. Yeah, no, he's not. No, he's no. Not. That's my point. Yeah, Intern Andy, Andy went and saw it twice. Well, there. Well, that there, explains well, a lot. There it goes. Well, there that you. explains a lot. Yeah, I, I, everything I've heard uh, from people that I don't think exaggerate, they say that for for this generation of people so far in the two thousands, that it's probably the the best movie visually that uh, that has been put out i mean and i have not heard point. anybody be yeah. negative about it no. at all yeah i ain't heard anybody go i tell you what i don't know what the hype was yeah right yeah it seems to be living up to the hype and which is hard to it. do yeah. nowadays i don't know that that's possible but it seems like it is speedy uh, loved it he did uh we continue <laughs> uh greg and jackson listen to 94.5 greg go ahead welcome to the program monkey grass and green acres thanks for the call buddy <laughs> go ahead Hey, guys, somebody sent this to me yesterday, and I'm just going to read it. Uh, Did you ever wonder if Trump was the right choice? Well, wonder no more. History repeats itself. And the man God chose was neither a politician nor a priest. Instead, God chose a builder. Yeah, I I just, I get uncomfortable when we take Trump and make him out to be a strong biblical figure, but... Um, yes, yeah. I, yes, I've there, seen. There's that. some similarities to the, to that, but it it may be a stretch to put them in the same basket. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Allen, Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. The Rick and Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. Six and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Big boy, look at all. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all here this hour. For the tubers watching on YouTube live today or on demand, Eddie Van Adler has that for you. Drops of Jupiter, she leaves today, Rick and Bubba University, clutching a master's degree in common sense. She went, she came back for her master's. Say goodbye to her today on the program. She's taking your phone calls now. Welcome back. The pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. 
Rick, glad to be here. Thank you for the drum roll. Not necessary, but thank you very much. You're, you're more than welcome, Bubba. All right, so uh, as, uh, as we make our way back, uh, one of the things that I know has – it's been talked about, but um, I, I haven't seen this yet. And, and we know that, Greg, you have already a high sensitivity to child prodigies. Not, well, not, not, not one of your favorite things to see small children. Sometimes we run them out a little quick. Yeah. I, let me set it up. Last night, mm. we've been watching a little American Idol, so mm. we missed it. So we had it DVR'd. So Lisa and I are sitting there watching it fat and, you know, blowing through the stuff we don't care about. Mm. And they, they bring this little kid out. He's not competing, obviously. Just yeah. And he's supposed to be this phenom. Right. right. And, and look, for seven years old, he is. Right. But as he started playing and right. singing, he's hitting clunkers the whole time right. on the piano. Right. And Lisa, Lisa's even looking at me. She covered her mouth up. Right. And yeah. But I'm just saying, I, let's let's back off. I mean, I mean, well, all right. Let's go I, back. I, let's thrive for excellence. Right. And he ain't ready. You're you're leaving something out here. That, I mean, it ain't that, like he was on like one of these local cable shows. Right. This is American Idol. A lot of people watching. We rolled him on out here. Well, this is this is the problem we have a little bit with our society and our obsession with feel goodism. Is but at the same time, as you said, we should still have a standard. It's still remarkable what this kid's doing oh, at is. seven, and he's going to be unbelievable. But, but but we've also seen kids that come out and you watch them, they and they're flawless. This kid kind of clunked around a little bit. Around. Helmsy said had a little bit of a. I didn't like his attitude. To, I know he's trying to be funny, and he's and he's a kid. Well, now you're, but you're I w- I'd like to see some humility. Okay. He, yeah, he's parents, seven, obviously. Yeah. Maybe the parents' fault. Wait, it may not man. be him. Well, now, Ham's is going now that Greg, route. you can't say anything I to me. You, well, let's listen to the kickoff hour. You basically dogged the kid. No, right. well, no, I, um, no I think. Well, you, you don't you think did. he's ready for prom? I'm demanding. If you and got I agree that kind with of you. talent, I'm yeah. demanding excellence. And I don't I, think he's and ready buddy, for prom. I'm sorry, it wasn't excellence. On every level. It's If you're on millions of people watching, again, this is not a podcast. It's not a cable channel. This is. It ain't country. This is American Idol. You're yeah. saying he's not appearing on Dean and Company. No, so exactly. what we're saying here, too, and we're, we haven't said it yet, if I, if I also have been told, I don't know anything about this, is the kid blind? I think he's legally blind. He's mm-hmm. got something. Did y'all just leave that part well, out? No, no, no. We, talk, we talked about that as well. About. We got plenty of blind uh, people that play the piano really well. No, you're right. Now you're right that about has that. To Rick, do I'm just saying this. If my kids were to come off the stage and say what this kid did, we'd have a talk after just say, hey, look, we don't, we're not going to handle it like that Understood. in the future. And, which, and maybe that happened. I don't know. What you're locked out, you have enough, to do with a seven-year-old. Absolutely. If you're small enough, you can get away with the humor of it. But, you know. And he can. And he can. It's funny. It's funny. But he takes it a little far. You'll see. I'm yeah. just talking about little his, to it. his piano yeah. playing for this particular time. I know right. he can play. It's right. really amazing. Y'all going to say, Greg, my gosh. But forget, I know what you're saying. Don't forget what stage he's on. Well, okay, I will say that's this. That's all I'm saying. I will go this far, and anybody that doesn't like it can email Greg. But, <laughs> I mean, I will <laughs> go this will. far. I think when it comes to musicianship, we hold the blind to a very high standard. We do. I, the, the bar is right set extremely I, high. How about this? The bar is very, I'm, very high. I'm sure what just happened here, but on on <laughs> on blind piano players. Oh, Rick, it, it's very, and we know I love we know power some person. flashing when the sun's. Out. You know what? That's the signal you're making God sad with your. Yes. I thought it was just yeah. my eyes. Somebody's so about saw to that get too. us, Rick. Here Somebody's about ready? to get us. You ready for? You can make the call. Roll it for Rick lose again. Power. Understand what I'm saying? The kid's going to be way more than you think he is. But look at the stage he's on. I think he's a little quick running him out there. Well, Bubba, my worry is because of the power there's no need to hurry because no one's hearing us right, <laughs> right. But, but but anyway so here here <laughs> is check, here, here check is one the, here it is and this is american idol yeah a lot of a lot of people watch they're down what to the final six or something uh, oh wow there's, right a, there's a clunker <laughs> oh my god said shivers down my spine but he's taking all 
Wait till you stop. I've got to go. No, 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 you got to keep it going. Talk yeah. over this so you two then pull us off. Rick. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> talk over this so you two then pull us off. <laughs> this is courtesy of American Idol. Rick. And uh, American Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> okay, there it is. A little more. What's your feeling is Neither what I feel. Neither can Ray Charles. Neither can Stevie Wonder. All right, here's what Hamilton doesn't like. Get ready. Listen the first it. part I like. It's to say he takes it too far. Now, if we want to say he's cute, he's cute. He is. He's cute. Yeah. Yeah. How is it that you can play the piano so well being so young? Yeah, well, I am a viral sensation. And when I was 11... That's fine. And I, when I was 11 months old, and when I was about two years old, I knew, I taught myself how to play the piano, and it was just... I don't know. It's just, I don't... You're great at it. I know. <laughs> well, God love his little heart. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay, Hams has been a little tough he, on him with his ass. Great. You can't he's say cute anything. enough, he can get away I'm with it. I'm talking about the piano. Yeah, I'm talking that. about the playing okay. of the piano. Now, okay. you're going to be on American Idol. You're not going to be, like I say, down here at the food court at the mall. Right. right. And I will say this. First you of all, be able to run I don't them. have an instrumental ear. I can't. I you can't didn't hear that. I can't. Oh, I really. No. Now, I think well, the singing could have been better, no, but no, as far no. as the piano playing, hear, I don't you know. You didn't hear the notes. Right? I don't. When y'all say clunkers, I don't even oh. know what that means. Oh my gosh, Ham! Listen, notes. I'm gonna show you one. Okay. Right, right, right out of the gate, I did pick up that. We don't have to wait long. Oh, you you did pick up the first one because Greg screams clunkers. Right there. This is okay right here, but listen. He's all right there. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Okay. So that, 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 I don't know that I would have picked that up unless you wanted right, it a out. Bunch of them. Well, right. people will pick it up when they put you out there as a phenom. Yeah. All right. So, so again, we also know there are people who are young that are savants or whatever that don't make those mistakes. No, he's obviously no, he's a good. prodigy. But no, no doubt he's good. We rushed him and, out and, a little he's quick. Be great. Wait till he's 10. And and he's, I mean, you won't be able to stay in the room. And he's it. precious. Exactly. And he's precious. And I expect him to tell me how much a human head weighs because he reminds me of that little Yes, guy. Jerry yeah, Maguire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, Thank you. But I, I needed but, that. But I will say this. He is precious. He's a child. <laughs> and I don't think he should have been put in that situation. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, you bring out that little kid down at the fellowship hall, Oh, or, yeah. or down, down at yeah. the family reunion and say, look how good he's getting. Yeah. And he he's plays. only seven. He can he's do only this. seven and he can't see very well. But again, I'm with you, Greg. When it comes to playing the piano, I think we have to take eyesight off the table. Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, Great Gordon Moat. Yeah. I mean, these people. Ronnie Milsa. The Ronnie, Ronnie Mil- Mil- these people could play the piano like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So we know that it may be difficult, but the blind have done well with the piano. Uh, so really, he's in a pretty high category here. He's playing in the SEC of piano by being blind. So that that part is precious and it's wonderful. But he wasn't ready for this, and that's your point. 
That's my point. And believe Nobody's it or not, hearing that, but that I had a lot of overwhelming no, support this morning from callers. Yeah. One yeah. of them went a little far, said this parent should have spanked him. No. That was a little much. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. agreed. <laughs> no, look, he's a little kid. And Greg, I realize what you're doing. You're trying to get people on me after right. what you said this morning. That's fine. I hey, don't care. Here it is. Send it directly to he my email, speedy well at rickandbubba.com. Right. But I will say this. Oh, yeah, it's funny. But and, and Ryan Seacrest kind of gotten them. I hate to bring this up, but it's it it is hi- historically correct. The Bill Cosby thing, when Bill Cosby used to talk to kids, and kids would say, "If he'd have been thing, on one of those shows, it might have right been, it'd have been great." But but you just said we're on American Idol, and and you think the kid's going to just take the piano and absolutely own it, <laughs> and 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 it was like what you watched was somebody who's cute, that is young, that can't that is legally blind. And is doing pretty good on the yeah, piano. Yeah, I mean, his yeah. little hands can hardly God love his little hands. His little arm when he did the crossover. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God love his little hand. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be phenomenal. Don't forget he can't see. Oh, we Greg. just ran. I can't see. Greg, he, I mean, uh, legally blind. <laughs> Why did you do that, Greg? <laughs> Greg, you, your, your continued battle with the blind is... No, I have <laughs> a battle with the blind. Sorry, <laughs> there's there's a here. difference between blind and legally blind. There's a difference. There is. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, and you're man. halfway there with that red eye. I know it. <laughs> I, I can't see. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. If you are a Rick and Bubba veteran. You know that this theme music means it's time for a global warming, climate disruption, climate change, whatever the official phrase we're using today, with these people who believe that it is mankind and our carbon emissions and our behavior that are actually changing the climate all over the world. Bubba, we call him Beto O'Rourke, or as we call him Philo Beto. Philo Beto is at it again, Rick. And what I like here, he's up the ante a little bit. Mm -hmm. Notorious AOC had given us the 12-year timeline Mm -hmm. to the end end. of civilization as we know it. Of course, that's been going on. uh, We At least since the 80s, we've been told 10 (laughs) to 12 years. Because Ted Danson did one. Oh, yeah, sure. And still out there. Mm Mm-hmm. So Fido Beto um, has now upped the ante, Rick. He is now saying we have only 10 years, 10 years left on Earth if no action is taken on climate change. And this is where, Greg, they just ignore. Now, this is, this is good news for me. Most of my mortgages are in the 15 to 18-year remaining area. I'm with you. So I can enjoy these, and they'll never get me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's it. Um, that's a good way to look at but, it. But, Greg, this is once again – <laughs> where people and and Bob, I appreciate your silver lining there, but these are once again they're not listening to your advice. You give a number that none of us are going to be alive exactly. when it happens. So they see now right because now they're going see, the other way. When I see five, even if you go with the notorious AOC's numbers, we're down to about eleven and a half years. But see now, <clears> if if I'm still around on planet Earth, I get to go up to Fido Beto's and say, "Hey, you were wrong. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. lied, and you were wrong, and eat that." 
Let's see, Philo. Do you say eat that? I do. I say eat that. He's showing he because of the mindset they have. It was like, oh, she said twelve. I'm gonna say ten. Yeah. Yeah. And then like like, when he was talking about the wall, we're not (laughs) just not going to put up anymore. While we're taking down the wall that's there, he's the one that said that too. Oh yeah. Oh, Budajeg. What's his name? Budajeg, the guy from. Yeah, uh, I know you're talking about. He's running. Are you saying Budajeg? Yeah, it does look like Budajeg. He'll come out and say Who, six years. To try mayor to get ahead. Pete. Yeah. yeah, he'll try to get ahead of him and say six. Oh, the, well, oh, the new the gay mayor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Booty jig. Pal Pete. Booty jig. Well, um, <laughs> Aurora, I, I do not think that's what. What is his last? It name? does oh, look it, like booty it jig. It looks like a Scrabble game gone bad. It's, yeah. it's, it's timing it's of what I said and then the time what you said was terrible. Mm-hmm. It, was. it was. Yeah, but it wasn't meant yeah. that way. I know it wasn't great. Well, Beto was on uh, MSNBC and they were talking about his new climate policy. And he says that which, the which can I point out? He's just had he's had no policy on anything. Right. This is the first time he's come out with any kind of plan on anything. Right, and it's a terribly boring interview. Uh, mm. And he's <laughs> he's talking about the oil and gas industry, how they're trying to hide the real numbers. And he goes, okay, and and I've I've, and he, I've, and I've oh, he's, he's throwing a conspiracy in there. Yeah, I've he's pulled from Texas guys, right? Right. I pulled it forward where he mentions ten years. Take a listen. Having said that, I want to make sure that those who work in the oil and gas industry. Uh, those who work in the fossil fuel industry are brought along as partners to make sure that we make this transition in the 10 years that we have left to us, as the science and scientists tell us, uh, to make the kind of bold change that we need. We cannot afford to alienate uh, a significant part of this country. Uh, we cannot do this by half measure or by only half of us. It can't be Democrats versus Republicans, big cities versus small towns. We all have a shared interest in a cleaner future for this country. So I'm going to work with, listen to everyone, anytime, anywhere, to make sure that we advance this agenda and get to zero uh, net net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. Those are, by the way, those are the IPCC goals. They're goals that track with uh, the, the, the Green New Deal. <clears throat> Um, back to the new Green Deal that nobody voted for. Rick, let me say this. Um, right nobody, now, not if, one if Fido Beto believes this, yeah. will he sign over all of his property, all of his assets, and all of his bank accounts to me on May the 30th, 2029? Would he be willing to back up that ridiculous claim with some skin in the game? I bet he would not. And, so, And all this sounds good. We're going to have our gas and uh Oil workers come alongside to do what? <laughs> what they their that's their business is gas and oil. That's what they do. They're, what are they going to come alongside you? In? Well, I was can, just going to say I that you, you, you're thinking the same thing I did. How are you going to get me to work with you when all you're talking about is that I'm the great evil and you got to put me out? of You're business? shutting down what Y'all. I do for a living, but you're, I'm going to work along beside you to the, do that. This sounds like a twelve year old fairy tale yeah. of how they're going to solve a problem with a wicked witch that lives in the middle of the woods. You're right. It's just not realistic. It's crazy. It's pie in the sky. And hey, let's all get together. Let's work together, man. So that's all fine. But we're dealing with a physics problem here of replacing BTUs of horsepower, of things that, that, that we're designed. And, and y'all, I, I'm all for research and development. I've said that all along. I'd love to have a house that was co- completely powered by the sun and the wind and be off the grid. That would be sure. great. But the technology does not exist at the level we need today to be able to do this. And what? look, you, we we got the the really the biggest and quickest way we could get there would be through nuclear power, and they shut all those down years ago. We haven't we haven't licensed a new nuclear plant in what how many decades? Right. Well, again, it goes back to the conversation we've had. 
when people give you this garbage, well, even if we do all this and it did, wasn't necessary, there's really no harm in it. Well, yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, there is. There, because yeah. you, you wipe out industries that didn't need to be wiped yeah. out. Ask the people That's who harm. work in the coal industry right now. Right. Did, did, was there no harm to that? Right. Exactly. Uh, the air conditioning, all these companies when you had to go and change the Freon. But if he says, and I, I wish people would do this. It's not going to happen on MSNBC. I wish they would say, you know, as a journalist should, okay, so um, – let me ask you this, uh, O'Rourke. So you said you want to hear from everybody. Will you also hear from climatologists and scientists who say that there has no. definitely been climate change throughout the, you know, ever how long you think the earth has been here, but they can't seem to tie that man-made carbon emissions have any significant impact on climate. Would you also let those people speak? And, Rick, back, back to the, the point here of him, he has taken money from the oil and gas industry when he was a congressman. Yes. They they helped to to underwrite his campaign. So well, he's how, apologized, do you, how do you justify that? He's already apologized because he made a joke about how his wife did all the work raising her kids. He, you know, he had to apologize for that. He apologized because he was white. He's already done that. Right. And, and this guy, I mean, he he is just – every time he opens and, and his look, mouth. Has he apologized for being heterosexual yet? Uh, nobody's coming. He, he, Rick, and it's amazing to me. Any day. Texas said no to him as a senator, okay? Mm-hmm. So why should we say yes as a country? I, I've never understood that. If the people of Texas are not – electing you and ecstatic with a job you're doing and saying, hey, you need to take that show on the road nationally. I, I, I just don't get it. Well, just remember, Bubba, remember. Remember this, and to your point exactly, you know who protected us from Al Gore as president? Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee did. Thank you, Tennessee. Yep. And who knew if him better? Yeah, if your own home folks didn't want you, that, that says a lot. We'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. All right, here we go. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. All right, uh, as we make our way back, we love, love, love the partnerships that we have out there, and we love getting your feedback on, you know, the various products and how you're enjoying them. And uh, you can go to rickandbubba.com at any time and see the sponsors button. But lifelock.com, I mean, the times we're living in, uh, personal identity theft is raging and roaring, and then you have the, the attacks on your devices. You know, you got all the ransomwares and, all of that that goes along with that. But uh, at LifeLock right now, uh, know that when you're under the protection of LifeLock, and we are because it's the it's the best available on the market today, uh, they have proprietary technology that, you know, that means they have it in, in the competition, doesn't. I don't know of any competition. I know there's some people that talk about free credit checks and all that, but I, that's, a, that's about as good as a doctor that tells you you're sick and you say, what are we going to do about it? And he goes, I don't know. Uh, so you, you actually want people that can actually take action and do something. LifeLock does assign to us as well our own restoration identity specialist. So if something does happen, they actually work alongside you to get it corrected. It's not a lot of money. Uh, just go to LifeLock.com, enter the promo code Bubba. That'll save you 10%. You can also go to RickandBubba.com, find it there under the Sponsors button, pick out the plan that best works for you, then, then go out and live your life and, and you know be, be at peace. Um, because, you know, sure, something could happen, but you're protected by LifeLock. Um, all right, so um, 
Anything else? What do we need else do we need to cover? I know we, we handled, I, I know that uh, Fido Beto is going to teach us about hmm. climate change. Yeah. Uh, of course, I, you keep looking for somewhere in his life that he actually seems to be living like he believes it, but it'll be, be tough to do that. Phone calls are coming in. Jordan, oh, that was going to be a fire in there, Jordan, too. Well, right Rick, uh, we still some curiosity out there about Tyler and Kristen yesterday, yeah. how mm-hmm. things went at their house. Yeah. So, yeah. I know we never hear from them together, but if one of them wanted to call and uh, let us know how that went last night, there's a lot of interest in that today. Yeah, I don't want to open up, you know, Pandora's box, but I mean, when 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 we left the love story of Christian and Tyler, it it, it did Kristen. It, Kristen, it didn't seem to be in, in, in a great place. No. Well, it, it seemed like it was going to take a little work to get over that seven year hump for sure. Yeah, uh, we also had big story, uh, big story today from Burger King, Rick. And oh yeah, yeah, I get, I'm getting a lot of st- people yeah, asking me about the. the Impossible Whopper. The Impossible Whopper. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> it may be impossible to enjoy. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, we were we were ahead of the game on Rick and Bubba the Restaurant when we had the Real Greg Burgess Challenge. Yeah. And uh, I still meet people to this day that, that tried to – That's a big old burger. That they would order the Greg uh, burger. It, it was a biggie. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to price it at a, at a dandy price because there was so much in it. But, well, sure. Uh, sure. But why do I want an Impossible Whopper? I mean, well, is this Rick, supposed to intrigue it's, me? It's barely been a month since Burger King rolled out and said it would be testing the Impossible Whopper, a trial run in 59 restaurants in the St. Louis area. Already the results are so promising that Burger King now plans to make the product available in all of its 7,000 200 branches across the U.S. by the end of the year. Oh, good. Now, this is basically a vegan hamburger. Oh, no. Yes. Now, it's a patty made. Now, you've, pat- ruined, you've ruined the whole thing. Zero we need to try it meat. on air. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? We do. It, it, it's it's a, a beefless burger. Dare, like a dare. It's a beefless burger that is a partnership between the startup company, underline this <laughs> name, Impossible Foods, which supplies patties made with H-E-M-E, I don't even know what that is. Can't pro- be good for you. It's a protein cultivated from soybean roots that mimics the texture of meat. That can't be good for now, you. Now, that, that is one company, Impossible Foods, and what is the other one here? They have uh, Beyond Meat. That's the other company. Remember those two names. Beyond Meat you know is partnering with Del Taco <laughs> to <laughs> offer new meatless tacos. What's happening? I thought those were about meatless anyway. Is this, is that part, is this meat? part of the new green deal where we need less cows because they break wind? Yeah, is that no, what this is about? But y'all, no. listen, I, I, listen, I've got to ask this question, and I, for the life of me, cannot cannot fathom this. The same people who are saying we don't need to eat beef because of its greenhouse gas problem, and that is farming, do you do you think that soybeans just pop up out in the middle of a Thank field? You. Thank you. And they jump in the and they jump in the back of a truck. Yeah. I would I would say this. I think you use a whole lot more equipment yeah. planting vegetables or whatever you're growing than you would just in grazing uh, right. uh, animals that graze. I mean, and break wind. Yeah, well, well look, that. y'all, you got to forget that. That's, well, they that say so it, weird. Bubba. They talk about it all the time. Listen, this is where I'm going to draw the line. I do not think God designed a planet where animals that are farting are destroying the atmosphere. Amen. <laughs> I agree. I, I'm just going to have to. I'm going to have to rule a foul I'm there. I'm not even going to allow that in the discussion. Okay. That was one of those things you, they threw in there just to go watch it. Now, some of your other things, yeah. some of your other things are ridiculous, <laughs> and I think they're stupid. But I'll let you make the argument on it. That one, I'm going to draw the line. I just can't. I can't. I really just can't get my hands around that one. (laughs) 
You know, well, yeah. you got a better chance selling me on burning coal than yeah. you do cows yeah. farting. Well, it goes back to this, and we talk about this all the time. I'm like you, cows just fart. That's what they do. I tell, we talk about this all the time. I'm a politician. Hard to picture. I'm a politician. I'm there. I'm back there, and I said, okay, now what am I selling today? Well, we want to get people to start uh, moving away from the things that are destroying the planet. Oh, okay, good. Okay. So I, I want to talk about what uh, rising sea temperatures. Uh, uh, do you want me to talk about how it's gotten warmer and can we talk? What do y'all want me to hit on today? What, what's my big point I need to make today? Well, you need to, to let people think that we believe that cows farting. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry. So, what you want me to go out and say what? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you, we must. You, stop. you want me to go to the microphone and tell people that that have any logic whatsoever. No, no, that I, I, I don't know how you keep it straight. I've got to get know. our country fired up and on fire to stop cow farting. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Is that what you're sending Rick, me out to, to talk about the world? I'm supposed uh, to tell everybody that a cow breaking wind in a pasture is what we should all go tonight, go to bed tonight gripped in fear about? Are you kidding me? I know we want to scare them so we can get them to do anything. I don't think I can sell that. No. Can you give me something else? Show me some no. show me some snow falling. Show me temper <laughs> show me sea levels rising. Show me give me some dead animals or something. I mean, don't don't give me this. Rick, I would submit this that our atmosphere that protects us and is bombarded from space with ultraviolet radiation solar winds, all this stuff from the sun that is constantly coming out, that it can survive that as it is designed to do. But cows breaking wind is going to break it down and destroy it. I just can't even really give you a seat at the table on that one. I'm going to simplify it. So I'm supposed to believe, and again, I'm no scientist. I know that's a shock. So this animal breaks wind at ground level, and somehow – it's going to stay together and cause this huge, massive cloud, I guess, that makes it all the way up into the atmosphere. I, I'm not buying that. Because you've seen somebody like rip a good one like in a building. It'll sooner or later dissipate. Well, you know I, what I mean? Well, I go to it the, don't just stay there. You don't just open the door and it goes outside. Well, oh, it's I out have, there now. Well, I have been on a few elevators. And, yeah. But yeah. It's, it seems to hang low. It doesn't Greg, go but you up. understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I will, I, I, you're, you're 100% right. <laughs> I'm just simplifying. In nine out of ten cases, but I will have to bring to the table the Bruce Harmon fart that of 1982. Well, Rick, Rick Doppler picked that one yeah. up. And yeah. that, one, that one held together with, with, in a wind. I'm talking about we had about 10 mile power There's winds a, outside. I mean, you have some that are that one showed up on radar. And, and he went out there and put one in that wind, and the yeah. wind could not do anything with it. And it, it attacked That's us rare, outside Rick. in a wind. Uh, I, I've never seen anything like I, it. I, I want to point it was, out. It was the most incredible fart I ever experienced. I, I want to point out in this story. and It, it, held, remember, that. it held together. It organized. Yeah, it it, it wouldn't move. It was unbelievable. Remember these two names of these companies. Impossible Foods. Which should yeah. tell you something. Yeah. They're selling you something that's impossible to eat. Yeah. And beyond meat. Beyond <laughs> meat. <laughs> oh, my gosh, okay. Bubba. So, so what is beyond meat? Have you ever yeah. thought about it? Well, both, both of them are offering these that new is great meatless. Slogan. It's meatless meats <laughs> is what it is. And, and I'm going to tell you, y'all remember the fat they tried to put into potato chips? What was it called? Olay? Oh, my God. It should have been called Olay because you did the Olay after you yes, ate you did. Mm. Oh, sure, all sure. them. That, that stuff ain't good for them you. Them guys, sugarless candies, yeah. all that stuff, look the, out. Listen, I know. We, we've banned sugarless candy at our house because of what it caused. Yeah. It, it was near the end of us. Yeah. I mean, we got couches right now we had to throw away because you yeah. can't get the smell out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but but I, want, I want No, I'm serious. Oh, that really brought it home. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. When that, those Olay potato chips came out, and you looked at the caution of side effects, I saw, and, yeah, right. and I can't even say what don't one of them was. I won't say it, Greg. I won't say it. What do you think I'm Beyond gonna Meat the is going to give you? Because I don't know. If, I don't know. If, that's my point. Oh, you so, don't have all kinds of stuff. Well, or Rick, a delicious, impossible food. 
Well, we're going to have. Who was in that meeting, yeah. by the way? What do y'all want to name this? How about, what do you think about impossible food? Mm. We want people to eat impossible food? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or have something beyond meat. Yeah, we're not meat. We're beyond meat. Listen. Think about and it. Bubba knows it, and he's already, he's, he's already kicking the tires on it. We yeah, all know it. what's going to happen because we've all lived it. There's a press conference. Go ahead and push it forward ever how many years. It may not be long. Somebody uncomfortably, <clears throat> you're going to hear the mics moving around. Hmm. Um, we've, a, we've got a ban on Beyond Meat and Impossible Meat. I know we told all y'all to eat this stuff. Uh, we found out there's some side effects involved in all this that we didn't count on. Yeah. Now that there's a, a large consumption of it in the human uh, population. Talking about uh, clogging arteries. Hey, we got this oh. problem, this problem, this problem. So we now want to back up. Well, it happens to us all the time. They tell us to go do something, then we do it. And they go do. Ooh, we, hey, well, we missed this. And we I'm, ain't even figured out if eggs. Are good and I'm going to say, too. I'm going to go on record, and I, with with that, with zero reservation, I think fake hamburger patties are going to be a problem. Rick, uh, I prefer Rick. everything to be the way God made it. Now there's situations we have to sacrifice. Yep, but. I don't know if I want a meat that doesn't have meat in it. <laughs> no. No. I, just hearing you say just, that's just like a requirement a, of mine. Make a salad burger or something. Come yeah. up with something, you know. Phone calls coming in next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba show and your voice to be heard next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. The people are standing by. Let's chat at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We go with a, a life update from Tyler. Tyler is from Tyler and Christian yesterday as they had... Uh, Mer- is it Kristen? That was Kristen. Can't seem to get that one right. Uh, but the... Uh, Chancellorsville, Chancellorsville, <laughs> Chancellorsville. I'll get it. Uh, that's going to be my architectural review. That's going to be my reset. Kristen. Yo, I've noticed the first segment or two. I'm a little dangerous in the morning. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I, I can be dangerous at any time of the day now. Uh, Tyler is standing by. Tyler, when last we, we left you, you and Kristen were having um, an argument with us in the middle of it, which was kind of bizarre. Um and it involved you not talking to your wife in the morning because you're trying to listen to the show. And she says you also won't take her emergency. And we put quotes around that calls during the show, big emergencies, like where are our daughter's shoes? Um, and, and you said your wife was not pleasant in the morning uh, and that she would just get over it. And that's where we left you. Uh, and so how did, uh, how did yesterday go? Well, uh, you know, I pretty much just summed it up when I got home, you know, like pretty much I'm, I'm a hardworking God fearing man. I'm a good dad and my three kids, you know, I, I'm not, I, I was like, would you rather me be listening to the show or going out with these other jokers, going to bars or whatever? <laughs> I could be doing something worse, but I'm not, I'm listening to a show and a radio show in the morning that, you know, that's like a routine and if you were a little bit more pleasant in the morning, there's the oh, my day yeah. mm-hmm. right. And how, how did that, that, it, that sale? Well. It didn't go well to so begin obviously with. Obviously, first, it didn't go well. No, I'm sure not. So, uh, but then after a while, she came back and said it was all good, that she knows she's a tiger in the morning. So mm-hmm. she said that. We'll just from now on we'll, we'll just talk at lunch, and that's just what we. So that's what on. y'all agreed to. You just agreed that we, now. First of all, you you look pretty good in the beginning because you played the famous 
and I remember Greg tried this card one time concerning his haircut. didn't go well. If, if the biggest problem you have, wife, is that your husband likes the Rick and Bubba show, thing, that, that really isn't a problem. These guys you know, talk all the time right. about how we're you – know, now, we don't always act the way you probably want your husband to act, but we, we mean well, and we say some things, I hope, that can be beneficial. We know better. We you just know, fall yeah. short you're, sometimes. You're, you're just saying that that's not exactly a bad place to go, and then you, then you took it too far by saying plus, and you should have left that plus out. You know, you're a tiger in the morning. You're not pleasant in the morning. But you said after it was all over, y'all have agreed to, I think we suggested a couple times, yeah. that you're going to listen to the show and unless it's a legitimate emergency, and we listed those in details you do in any contract, uh, yeah, that, we were, that you I guys will only talk. Emergencies down, so yeah, you got to write them down. was not one of them. Shoes, <laughs> no. shoes did not make the emergency yeah. list. And, and then y'all will agree, barring a true emergency, you will just interact after the show goes off. Right. Okay. So how did how Tyler, how did today go? And and here's the second part of that. Did you assign like a safe word if you feel like that she <laughs> is moving out of the true emergency into the gripping area and you just have to call it? Well, no, I pretty much said I'm just gonna hang up. Oh yeah. wow, Tyler. I don't know if I I think I'd go with a safe word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, see, I told her. I said, from now on, I'm all. She, we got in a thing where she said, "Well, what, how am I supposed to know what's an emergency?" I said, "Well, common sense would tell you, but I didn't say that." But <laughs> make a list. I told her. I said, it. "From now on, if you call me and it's not an emergency, I'm gonna hang up because it's pointless to me being on the phone." Oh wow! Okay. If I'm at work. now, if I'm at work, now if I'm at home, I'm gonna sit you down <laughs> and I'm gonna explain why this is not an emergency. Okay. But when I'm at work. I'm just going to hang up. And and that was agreed upon? <laughs> I, I hate to grab yeah. this from, from Star Trek, but you are boldly going <laughs> where no man has ever gone before and survived. Tyler, I but might try the I safe word that if, if the tiger begins to awake, you could use the safe word to alert her that maybe the tiger's coming out. Yeah. yeah. Say like bingo. Right. You know. <laughs> bingo. So, okay. Well, Tyler, I think it was wise for you to define this. As a matter of fact, of course, not near as important, but. I, they may it may still be in goodies. I don't know. So you'll help me under documents. You know, when you look at the team rules that I had to lay out when I was coaching little league and youth sports, I at one time didn't define what was excused or not excused practice because I thought like you did that right. in common sense people would know. And then I had to list specifically things that are not excused because if you don't, then I, I thought people knew that Disney on ice tickets. That didn't count. Yeah, uh, and I, and I'd had that one played on me before. Uh, we want to go to the lake. So does everybody on the team. You know what I mean? And and that kind of stuff. So so if you um, if you yeah, I think being specific about that. But I want you to consider Bubba's suggestion about the safe word uh, as opposed to hanging up. But, Bingo. Uh, right. You know, she starts getting a little little rowdy. Bingo. This is why I'm running to Rick and Bubba right here. And then then she would calm back down because you used the safe word. And then you could hang up the phone without creating a, a you know a situation that you'd have to deal with later. But here's what the audience wants to know, and we'll hang up for today. As of right now, y'all have agreed, barring a true emergency, which you clearly defined, y'all are just going to interact after the show goes off. Correct. Yeah. And Tyler, let me and, uh, one, and one more question: Did you sleep in the house last night? No. Uh. The couch was pretty comfortable, so I just stayed on it. (laughs) But, uh, hey, when y'all was talking about the cow tooting and stuff like that, I was going to say, it ain't the cows we got to worry about. I tell you what, 
she don't too, but once a year. I'm telling you, she'd run me out of the house. Oh, Tyler. Don't worry what about that. Tyler. Oh God, he was almost he hung up the phone. All right, I'm hey, Tyler, for you, bingo. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I think y'all are going to 100% agree with me. I think he's a marriage daredevil. Yeah, he's he likes to, he, he likes, to, he likes to do dangerous things and see if he can survive them. Yeah, I kind of yeah, turned the tide. Yeah, because we have Who's him. that guy walks on the road, to, Greg? What's his name? Walendas. Yeah. Flying Walendas. Greg, he's Walenda. a Walenda. He's, he's a wife interacting daredevil. Now? He's a daredevil. He he loves the thrill so, of seeing man. if he can jump just a few more buses. Wow. You know, he'll, he'll <laughs> juggle running chains. I will say to him what I've said to all daredevils: daredevils do get hurt. Yeah, yes. they do. And sometimes Boy, killed. They don't know when to stop. I'd rather see him run around the side of a pool with scissors in his hand. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that pool deck just wet as it can be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Tyler. Just he, every time. He's almost done with his call, too. Every time know. we seem to have him in a good place, he, he goes, he's a dare. Rick, you know, some is. people you just can't help. Right. No. You know that. No, he's a free right. solo. Yes. I'm a speedy. I've I, When I first, when we first started this saga yesterday, I was kind of in Tyler's camp. Mm-hmm. And and now I've swapped. Well, I I I, I think he's being unreasonable on some things. Well, I'm at and, the point and that daredevilness it, is well, going to catch up with him eventually. I think he's, I think he's hey, a genius. Hey, you play with snakes uh, long enough, oh, you're yeah. going to get bit. Yeah, well, just just ask Steve Irwin. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was uh, I, the, the the thing I was wondering about. He, he never thought a stingray would get him of all things. No. But no. Uh, but I was I, right in that moment. See, I'm in a dilemma. There's. There's a side of Rick that, that doesn't want to lose any listener that's this committed. I know. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, I, I get that. But, uh, but you know, let's just leave it at if this is the worst thing I do, hanging out with guys like Rick and Bubba, you know, I'm still a, a great husband and a great dad, but I'll still come running when we have a true emergency. I, I wish we'd just stay right there. Right there. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six and a half minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess. Helmsy. Eddie Van Andrews got the live YouTube option. Hello, tubers. And welcome back for a brand new hour. 25 years, rocking mic number two, Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, thank you, Rick. And during that time, we've changed the mic muff on here three times. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yep. Uh, somebody <laughs> just heard, if you just joined us, we did get an update from Tyler, uh, better known as Tyler of Tyler and Kristen. Uh, and this is a man who said, will you please tell Tyler to take great notes? Because if this plan of his is successful, which I doubt very seriously it will be, he will have a bestseller on his hands that all men will purchase. Yes. yes. So, um, but, I hope but, he's taking notes. No, what we're going to see is Tyler is about to come down the ramp like <laughs> Evil Knievel did at Caesar's Palace. Slow motion. As boom, he comes down. Boom. Oh, and that shimmy shake uh-huh. over the handlebars, oh, yeah. sliding. Yeah. Yeah. 
bouncing. Sometimes mm, to right get, into some divorce papers. Yeah, how about this? Sometimes to get your way is to lose. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 That's a good point. But they've only been married four years, so he, he's just yes. he heels to down. Remember, heels yes. to down. Tubers, we tried to get you a better shot in the break, too. Adder just provided free metal for the golden ticket seats. I hope that was better for y'all. Um, by the way, I want to pick up something I've picked up from Adler, and we'll get to that possibly this hour. He may not want to do it. I've picked up. He has seen the Avengers Endgame, and he's not even saying much about it. I don't think he thinks it's as good as everybody says, and he's afraid oh. to say it. But anyway, so he, he doesn't want to speak ill of it because he thinks he'll be pummeled like the All guy the high. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so but let's 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 deal with the business at hand. We have um, Rick and Bubba University. Uh, we've been we've had it for many many years. This is when we have uh, students that come in, and uh, they'll be here an intern either for resume building or for college credit. And um, and then they go out into the world clutching their degree in common sense. Now, on the rarest of occasions, getting more prominent, but it's still pretty rare, we'll have a student that leaves Rick and Bubba University with a bachelor's degree and then will return for a master's degree and, and do additional studies. Uh, that would include today's goodbye to now master's degree holder, Drops of Jupiter. Yes. Yes. So I think the question, because we've done an exit interview with you before about the first rounds, I think today we got to focus on this interview, the benefits of a master's degree from Rick and Bubba University. What is it like and what are the advantages to coming back for, for more more study? Yeah, um, great question. Well, I think definitely in my time and endeavors in trying to achieve this master's degree, it's been a lot more rigorous, a lot tougher, it's been a lot more jokes. Hmm. What? A lot more jokes. Yeah, a lot more jokes. You're saying the sensitivity of the staff because they they they're not treating you with kid gloves like they would a freshman. Because oh, maybe we know not. you better, and now. we tricked yeah. her. Definitely. Remember the Dickie Nadmar trick? Oh yeah, we a couple times. Was, yeah, we got her. I'm one a, thing about a master's degree is it's not going to be all rainbows and butterflies. You're going <laughs> to get tricked and think that Dickie Nadmar is a real person, and then realize, hey. It's actually Rick in the corner calling on the phone. <laughs> and then you met, uh, then you met Speedy's dad. Me. Yeah, you met yes. Speedy's dad. Speedy's dad was great, and then I realized with the hair correlation, <laughs> it just didn't really make sense. <laughs> one you. has hair, one does not. Thank um, you, buddy. So that was that was tough too. Although, to, yeah, tell the audience who who Greg convinced you was Speedy's dad. So um, a while back. Uh, Greg, at the end of one of our shows, convinced me, and I don't even know his full name, that the sign guy, he's this really nice man. with Jim, the crazy sign Jim, man. Jim, the yeah. crazy sign man. He always has these beautiful, colorful, creative signs, you know, with big words. And I just thought, okay, wow, Speedy's dad, he's an author and writes a lot of books, and this guy's a sign guy and has words Made on the sense. sign. So it, it only yeah. just, you put two and two together. And and Greg, just randomly at the end of the, one of those shows, told me, hey, uh, drops to Jupiter. That's that's Speedy's dad out there. And I was like, wow, that's so weird. Why wouldn't they let him in? Like, <laughs> do we think he's cold, or maybe he doesn't want to be an overbearing dad? Maybe yeah. he feels a little protective. And yeah. I just I rolled with it. You did. And you then did. the next day I came in, and I think I mentioned something to Speedy. I was like, yeah, I met your dad the other day. And then of course everyone was like, oh my gosh, giving me these weird smirky faces. And wow. You know I what she's I saying? Learned. And she's saying what we've been saying. She says there's a there's a certain amount of there's a certain amount of safety <laughs> that comes with not being part of the gang. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I'm here for a moment of time. Uh, they don't know me very well. 
She's saying if you really want to tr- be treated poorly, let Rick and Bubba include you in their group and become one of the gang. <laughs> yeah. right. This is true. That, that's when it really goes south. And the master's degree people, uh, you we know, know, they, they yeah. we already know you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's no more kid gloves. Um, What? And of course, you uh, ate an antelope. You didn't think you'd do that. No, I definitely. Yeah, I did a lot of things and experienced a lot of things. I never thought I would here on this show for the master's degree. Well, Um, it's a master's degree. Drops to Jupiter. What do you want us to do? Do the same classes again? No, you can't treat me like a kid. It's time to kick me out and let me go in the real world. That's correct. That's Mm -hmm. just life. Yeah. So I ate an antelope. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't realize it. Mm -mm. Didn't realize it. And the frustrating thing was it smelled so good. Well, yeah. <laughs> well it was good. It was. Yeah, what? Was it, it not good? It was a tamale. It was it was good. But I will I can't willingly eat that knowing that it's not a cow or a chicken. What's the difference in an antelope it's and an, a, I feel like they're dirtier. Oh, you're incorrect. An antelope? Yeah. Oh no. You haven't been, been around chicken. chicken. You ever I, seen chickens? Oh chicken, oh. but cows. Cows too. And truthfully, I, I was not raised on a farm. I don't really know a lot about animals. Yep, nope, not. She's at talking all. about a nail guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Antelope. I thought it was a nail gun it's, it at is a, first. It's, 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 I thought it was called. Don't don't miss that, Bubba. At first, when she ate a nail guy, she said, "Why are we eating a nail gun?" <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't miss that. Yep. Yeah. So, I hate to say it, but it was a really it was it was good. But I probably won't eat it again unless no. you tricked me and said it was cow. Yeah, and right. then I'd be like, wow, yeah, well. the best yeah. cow ever. Did you find yourself this time almost like a, a hardened shell on your foot if you went barefooted all the time on rocks that, <laughs> that this time the collars didn't seem to get to you as much? Oh. You were kind of hardened by that? Oh, 100%. I've gotten several different types of collars. There's a variety of people that love to call into the show, which we are thankful for each and every one of them. Say so yeah, so she does have a master's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Um, however, there are certain types of people where it takes a really special quality to be able to truly communicate and relate in the best way possible or to truly make them feel understood. You which know? is hard. Well said. Which, which, is, which is very hard. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people, we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses, and some people, they just like to communicate in different ways. And especially where I'm from, um, and I've told you guys this before, we don't use words like, Y'all, or well, I'm sorry know, to hear that. these here parts, or <laughs> these here parts. I, I don't know. I feel like is that something that? What about or not? You are not done that. <laughs> nope. We Our do mama not. Yeah. What mama about name. what about over yonder? <laughs> we do not say over yonder. What about Saint Oh yeah. Mm-mm, that's okay. a new one. But I, I, I feel did. like I'm more well versed in the southern okay. culture Absolutely. and southern phrases. What happens that, to you after this? You leave with the master's degree, and where? What happens, what happens? next? I think I think I take what I've learned and I I run with it mm, and yes. I never forget where I came from. That's right. But I also continue to move forward <laughs> with with big strides and lots of lots of pride. Do you feel more logical? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I asked her if do you feel like the smartest student on campus walking around? I bet you around? do, don't you? 100%. I look at these jokers and I'm like, <laughs> "You don't know what I know." <laughs> Did you need a nail gun? <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> That's good. You don't know what I know. You didn't write a nail gun. They're like, no, all. I haven't. I've <laughs> noticed a lot of our other That's funny. students who have come back also tell me that after they leave, they have developed 
the fact that they have to have breakfast early, and they used yeah. to not eat oh, breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're used Wake to Wake up hungry. You yeah. like it now, don't you? Oh, love it. I mean, Chick-fil-A, it's a staple. you got to have it at least five times a week, and if yeah. not, then there's just something wrong with your daily <laughs> diet. You also find out that you no longer put foods in certain parts of the day that anything could potentially be breakfast. This is this is true. Anything can be breakfast, whether it's the Papa Murphy's pizza or the what is it, bluebell ice cream. It, it all it, it's all fair game. Yeah. So really, yeah, yeah. I mean, good food's good game. for you. Good food anytime. Well, yeah. we're proud of you. You've done really well. We think you're ready for the world. Go out there and make a difference. Thank you. I'm really right. glad to be a part of this fine corporation called the Rick and Bubba Show. You <laughs> take that. I feel honored. Come back go. and visit sometime. Yeah, come back and see us sometime. And oh, of course. Anything you need, just uh, always call Speedy. <laughs> uh, 16 minutes past. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Drops of Jupiter out in the world with a master's degree in common sense, now a superpower. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us uh, for today's program. Eight six six. We be big as our number. Thank you, buddy. Uh, one of the um, we haven't spun the wheel of meat today, so that could, that could still happen. Uh, we have a few more stories that we can look at. By the way, I just confirmed. I think I confirmed. Um, I just asked Adler in the hall. I said, "And you've seen Endgame, and you don't think it's as good as everybody else thinks it is?" And he ran from me. Uh, Rick, yeah. I will share just a little bit. It has nothing to do with the movie itself. No, no. Oh boy! But he was—he just told me there, Easy. there were people crying and cheering. He said that there were both walks of life. You had people actually celebrating and clapping, and you had people crying because they actually thought it was the—it was the end Which, of the movie. That, Adler, why don't you if just it affects come in you here. that much? You might want to check yourself just a little. Adler, yeah. just come in here and tell us how it ended. So I'm not going to spoil anything. I am not. Gonna, I've been very careful to not talk about this, but I think I can talk about it without spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. So I went on Friday. Uh, our intern Dylan, who uh, had his last day on Friday, he's a big Avengers guy. It was his last day. Well, Avengers was coming out that day, so I was like, "Hey, man, you you've done an awesome job. I'll, I'll take you to a movie. Let's go. Let's go to to Avengers." Love so, that, by the way. So we went. You love that. We went. I do. I love the fact that he took it. That's awesome, Greg. Yeah, Greg. It's called being nice to people. <laughs> well, I see you do it to all of them, man. You don't need to be being treating people special. Kind of playing favorite. That's a good point. Kind of yeah. playing favorite. He yeah. doesn't talk a lot. That's why I picked him to go. That's, that's right. Good, it was a good setup. Somewhere, Drew B. Where, where are you going to happen? Where are yeah. you going to take drops of Jupiter this weekend? I mean, you, she uh, gonna get to the movie too? I tack. I don't know. Maybe we could pick up a package. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I go and get to the theater and realize, y'all, this is a full theater. It's eleven o'clock. Of course it on, is. On, but it's it's all them sold out. This is serious. These are the this is the I'm serious concerned. crowd. This mm. is I'm serious about comic book movies crowd. Yeah. Anybody dressed up like a character? Nobody was dressed <laughs> up, but I could tell a lot of people should have been at work. Yeah. Or they were just taking a three and a half hour lunch break, <laughs> yeah. starting at eleven and going to about two thirty. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Throughout the movie, and I'm not spoiling anything, Careful. but throughout the movie, superheroes join us. Like, they, they, oh my gosh, we haven't seen that person yet, and they're here. That happens a lot, because there's a lot of superheroes. Bunch. And so, like, when the first one joined us, like, oh, hey, and people clapped in the theater. Uh, and these are adults, right? Oh, oh, also, <laughs> people clapped when the Marvel sign itself just showed up. But guys, I mean, you're sitting. Adults. In, uh, these are adults. Yeah, I don't think there were any kids in the theater. By the way, it was yeah. a school day. You yeah, know? School. So we're just all uh, having an adult. How big a crowd was there? 
Uh, it was full. It was full. That the prob- that probably, was the, the bigger theaters hold about 150-something people. The probably some, was some, full, some yeah. maybe 200. So you have people all around you. Yeah. I hate when you can't oh, spread out. No, yeah. I actually bought three tickets and had an empty seat in between <laughs> us, and I was on the aisle. I'm a weirdo. I do that kind of stuff. No, they ain't weird about that. Thank you. They ain't nothing weird about that. They I cannot don't care stand. as long as you buy the tickets. I put a space between me and another dude if I possibly can. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. Especially if it's like an empty theater. Oh, what yeah. are you doing no. sharing an armrest? Yeah, what are we doing? We don't be touching We're these. Americans. We don't have to live like this. No. Thank you, Adler. No. Matter of fact, sure. if, if 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 Sherry wouldn't be offended by it, I'd like to have some space <laughs> between us in a movie because <laughs> it's just the whole thing of wrestling for that one arm. Because my wife will take over where the cups go. Where the armrests, I mean, all of it. Yes, I need a spot for my wallet and right. phone. Yeah. You got to have yeah. that pocket, yeah. otherwise it's on the. On the I love, ground. I love a seat between us. I love it. Yeah. I do too. So I like to snuggle in there, y'all. And it was kind of, I mean, not, I not did. with a dude, but yeah, with my wife. Right, my wife. different right. Yeah. situation. I, I just marked you off that Avengers thing. I was going to ask you. So the Marvel sign shows up, and guys, it is the last time that we're going to see that Marvel sign. No, it's you not. Know? Hey, last no, time it's ever. No, hey, it's I got news for y'all. Ever. The world is not ending in ten years, and we will have another Avengers Marvel movie. Promise you, no <laughs> doubt about it. So that was moving, you know, the little tearjerkers you there. Cheer. And then throughout the movie, they're showing us more superheroes and stuff. And, like, the first time around, I was like, okay, it'll just only happen careful. with, you know, the first one. I am being careful. I mean, I everybody's be careful. very worried right yeah, now. Yeah, people are very worried. Right. I'm sorry. Y'all should have gone. If this is, this, is, this is Adler talking, but he is becoming my minion. Yeah. I, I know. I know. It's bad. Right. Um, and people were cheering a bunch, and I thought that would taper off. But it didn't. Like, people gave the obligatory cheering yeah. for every single super. You're like, yes! Yes! Like, that kind of stuff in the please. theater, people. Oh, I'm not I joking. Right, that. Listen, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Bring that person in here. Yes! <laughs> they knew who was going to uh-uh. show up. I'm serious. No, you don't. I was like, no, you don't. Hey, yes. You, you still the shouldn't last act one. like that. Mad well, you. but guys, think about it. I mean, I'm not trying to be a defender because this kind of stuff is odd to me as well, even though I enjoy the movies. But there's people, I remember cheering for Rocky. That ain't real. I mean, they, they, I didn't, they, I didn't they, cheer. They were people you getting cheered a, for no, no, but people, oh, did. people did. I know, but yeah, I people did. I know I we did, but I'm talking about too. this. Is a, people <laughs> always get caught up? In, oh, I, I, I got news for you. If old Yeller bothered you, they didn't really shoot that dog. I will say this: no, they you know? they cheered in Red Dawn when I, I went think, to see it. I think that was that, a lot of hollering. Cheering for Rocky in, in a knockdown as an adult is a little different than cheering for. a Superman or whoever flying in. It's, it wouldn't be I'm, Superman, Greg. This is Marvel, not DC. Golly. Read a book. Won't you just stay out of it? <laughs> Read a book. Shouldn't you be over at Game of Thrones Read doing something? But did Batman live or did he die? The, Batman's the not one. in it. That's the wrong yeah. universe, Greg. Learn did you universes. like the movie? Did you? Did you? Did you? A lot of setup. A lot of setup. I mean, it's a three-hour movie, so I mean, yeah, you're gonna have. But there's like an hour of setup. I'm gonna say something, and this is just my quirk, and I and this is nobody panic. This has nothing to do with the the movie, the story. It doesn't have anything to do with it. When the Avengers started, you have to understand, I already have some kind of weird quirk that I guess has been some challenge I've had my whole life that I've had to work through. Things can't be too busy for me. If they're too busy, then I kind of have to, I can't do it. I have to get away. Yes. Okay? I never could do puzzles. I couldn't do any of that kind of stuff, and I don't like to do it. I don't like the way any, anything busy looks. I'm like a busy logo. I don't like any of that. It really, I mean, to the point, it bothers me to point I don't want to be around it. And this last time, we're building up so many superheroes that it's becoming busy to me, and it's too much to keep up with. You know, even when we went to the all-star team, I said, can we just stay with these people? 
goes, now nah, I can. I, I, this is a team, but it's not a team so big. Too many that, people showing up. Now we got too many storylines. And what was your storyline? <clears throat> How'd you become this person? You're a superhero. Now which one are you? And is there too? Because I felt I felt the last one because they're trying to get all of them in it that it was too busy. It was so busy. It was it that took away from it a little bit to me. A lot of, I mean, it's it's what twenty movies to wrap up that you're trying mm-hmm. to wrap up with this last Endgame movie. So I mean, th- and for a little while, I did feel like they were chasing rabbits a little bit in that movie. Did it? I'm I'm like you're almost making it more complicated than it needs to be. Okay. Granted, I mean, the universe is in peril, so it's yeah. going to be complicated. <laughs> it is, right. save it. But um, <laughs> it was it was good. It was good. It was good. I will give it a B plus. Does it meet the hype of people saying it's the movie of this century so far? No, definitely not. The I thought the very first Avengers was pretty much a perfect That's superhero my movie. Uh, let, yeah. let me ask you this. How many Marvel movies have there oh, been? Is there 22 Bubba. of them? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, like 20. Oh, Bubba, it's, like it's that. a lot. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. a big number. Wow. What about Ultraman? He lived. <laughs> Ultraman. Uh, Japanese. Yeah, Ultraman lives. That's good. Speed Racer lives. Indiana Jones does not make it. Uh, <laughs> hate to tell what you that. What about Johnny Quest? He Johnny good? Quest makes Emmett it. Haji. Uh, Luke Skywalker does not make it. Dang it. And then Han Solo makes it, but then does not make it. Oh, well. Yeah. Thanks, man. And, and then R2-D2 is like, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be big, the number. As uh, we make our way back, I want to point you to Cook's Pest Control. Looky, looky, looky! Here comes Cookie, Cook's Pest Control. Uh, Cook's Pest Control and Centricon. Uh, look, they they battle together to protect your home or your property from termites. We use Cook's Pest Control and Centricon, and, and we do that because so they do a phenomenal job. And uh, and they'll do a great job for you. And uh, so, uh, if you would like for them to uh, to come and help you, go to cookspest.com, get a free. There's no obligation at all. No obligation for you to use them. Evaluation of your home or your property. And for you construction folks out there, new home construction, they'll do it there too. You know, they'll come out and evaluate it. Let you know what's going on. They'll tell you what they can do to handle the pest control needs of that uh, that home going forward. Uh, so use them. We do. They do a phenomenal job. Go to cookspest.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. On that note, my least favorite superhero in the whole Marvel deal is Ant-Man. I, d- I just don't enjoy the tiny world. Look, I'm tiny. I'm in a tiny world. And my son has warned me, Dad, I hate to tell you, but Ant-Man is it's a lot. So, a lot he, I like who who does. I like oh, yeah. that actor. The actor's yeah, funny. funny. I don't. Yeah. I don't like the superhero. I know, I'm the same man. way. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to get it. And small. his sidekick is Wasp. Is well, right? they did a second movie, and yeah. I never. I didn't watch it because I don't like Ant Man. But Wasp is some female yeah. superhero that's a wasp. Yeah. I never saw that movie, so I, I can't comment on it. But I and I I begrudgingly like at home one day went back and watched the original. Ant Man with Michael Douglas in it as well with Paul Reiser, but I just I just don't like the superhero Ant Man, and I wish he didn't exist. I, I did. Paul Rudd. <laughs> I mean, what I say, Rudd. Paul Reiser was the guy from <laughs> yeah. The, the Paul Comedian. Rudd. Yeah. Paul Paul I, Rudd, guys. He's got a, a, a surprisingly big uh, career. It's pretty pretty oh, crazy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, career. Okay. Uh, he, oh yeah, I got no problem with funny. the actor. He was in Clueless. He was in Clueless. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> he was, he's Great. been in several. He's very Only funny. one of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> I remember right? that movie. 
I'm clueless when it comes. Yeah, to but but the Ant Man has a really cool moment in this. I tried to watch. It's it a cool. It's this cool moment. A cool moment. I don't like Ant Man. Like I tried to cool watch the Ant Man movie. Oh my I, I just couldn't watch. It. Look, I'm tiny. I'm tiny. I hate this. So you don't, he, you don't like going have, back and forth. Doesn't he kind of have an attitude about the fact he's tiny? Right. Paul Rudd, that part when he's just himself, <laughs> right. is entertaining. It's just when he becomes Ant Man, I can't yeah. take it. Yeah. Look at me. I'm tiny. I'm running around on the but counter. Oh, I nearly tripped over salt. <laughs> I just, I don't like that world. I don't want to get in that. I don't want to be there. I don't like tiny. He can get big too. Ooh, I know. You like I think Ant Man's corny. You know, as if the others aren't, Rick. But I mean, they're just some. Rick, let's face it. After all the superheroes that DC had mm. and Marvel Ant-Man. had, they're way down the line on what you can be. Okay, I, I mean, they're just out of things. I'm tiny. You know, you can only be so fast, so strong, so tall. So fast around the globe, you can fly. You know, I mean, you just you run out of things. I kind of feel bad for the Hulk guy. I mean, he's reduced. To, I just shoot a bow and arrow. Really I know. Well. Yeah. yeah. I what mean, is that all? About? That's nothing compared to I can take a building and toss it. Yeah. You know, or I stop mean, the Earth from spinning. Right. I this mean, whole thing started a fight at the house yesterday. So straight um, up. I mean, like straight up. I, I didn't witness it, but with the heavy breathing coming in and the red faces. Um, yeah. JC and Reese went to uh, do the little workout thing yesterday, and they're riding together. And on the way home, JC has started this thing where he wants to stop by Publix and get sushi. Okay. Don't know how it started, but okay. he's all about it. All right. And JC, did you warn him about what happened to Bubba with mercury poison? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was JC said, "Hey, thing. Reese wants like pop some popcorn chicken or something from the deli or something like that." And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking check mark, you know, their supper. So I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. They're communicating. Well, then all of a sudden. They come in into the house and and I hear just a bunch of He's noise. Aspirated. It's a, it seems to be yeah louder than normal, and they're coming in and I'm thinking, do they let the dogs in? What's the deal? And they come around the corner and I can hear the way they're talking to each other. And Reese's face is all red and mm-hmm. JC's like, okay, now I he made me do it and I'm like, oh, what's going on? And I'm just sitting there in the chair, and I and they're just going back and forth. And I said, and stop. Mm-hmm. All right, you're 17 and you're 15. If y'all don't figure this out and I have to get up, I said mm-hmm. it's going to be a bad day for y'all. You had to catch like you And I it. said, just give me nutshell what happened. Because I'm sure both of you are just a little bit guilty and you probably need to meet in the middle and right. figure it out. Well, Dad, he starts talking about the Avengers movie. And, you know, I hadn't seen it and he has. And he starts telling me how it ends and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't help. I got mad. He goes, yeah, Daddy threw some chicken, hit me in the eye, and, and we're fighting. And I'm like, well, stop. Were you driving? He said, no, no, we were in the parking lot. We in hadn't gone. Lot. We hadn't gone. I said, so everybody saw this food flying and y'all hollering. <laughs> and, and he goes, yeah. He goes, well, Dad, I was just making stuff up. This isn't really what happened. I just thought it would be funny. I started making I all these characters doing stuff. Oh, yeah. And he said, yeah. it wasn't even what happened. Well, I didn't know that. you know. And so they start That's going back funny. and forth. And he goes, yeah, then all of a sudden he starts slapping me in the back of the head, and I start punching him, and he hits me and i said and my, there's there's chicken in my car and he says he won't get it so i got his phone and i'm not giving his phone back to he goes and gets the chicken you know and <laughs> but i could like, see that greg and i could have lived that out at their age so easily yes and i thought i did think of y'all and i thought of I mean, that all makes sense too, to me but greg, and, every bit of that makes sense to me. Yeah, oh right yeah, that's and, just and i day. said yeah. all right you here, kidding me i said here's where we are okay i said first of all it shouldn't ever get physical and i'm thinking to myself it does, but mm. and I said, JC, you probably went a little bit far, knowing you like to pick on him, and mm. you knew what you were gonna get, mm. and you enjoyed it. I, I'm JC, I get that completely. And I said, and Reese, you were probably a little too sensitive because you know that he gets on your nerves, easily riled, and he know you know he likes to pick on mm. you. I and love then, an easily riled little brother, right? Seriously. And then I said, then the rocket lifted at that point, and right. then y'all just lost all sense of 
of, mm-hmm. hey, I'm in a public parking lot, and I'm throwing chicken and fighting mm-hmm. in a car over mm-hmm. an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And I said, so am I getting up, or y'all y'all figuring this out? <sighs> Here's your phone. You go get the chicken. Mm-hmm. He's and like, okay, and then they worked it out. But all I over, hate they wasted that chicken. All over a movie. Mm-hmm. I know. Apparently, the way chicken people... Find something else to throw. Eat the chicken. I got to tell, I got to say this, though, but the whelp on, on the side of J.C.'s eye right there, he must have mm-hmm. really thrown it. Well, yeah. Reese must have really got him good. That's good. Chicken. Well, yeah, and that yeah. handprint on the back. And Reese, he <laughs> now he should be in the WWE. All right, he's got all the facial expressions. Just a touch of Greg. You know, where he's like, ah! You know, and he's walking. So he can flop. He, he, right? he said, and he power pushed me in the back. <sighs> kind of hurts. And I said, like he's been injured. Yeah, like he's like injured. <laughs> then next thing I see, he's rolling around with a dog. So on the, I said, you're not hurt. That's so good. I said, you're mad, but did, you're not hurt. Did you know that something similar happened at Dad's induction? Have you heard this story? I didn't know y'all got in a fight. Yeah. Well, not a fight, but something involving well, and something involving this uh, this movie. So, and it's your family. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah I told yeah, that. You yeah, talking yeah, about when yeah, Taylor yeah. walked up yeah. on Pearson? So Taylor, Greg's oldest son, loves the Avenger deal, enjoys it, yeah. keeps it in the proper place. He just enjoys the storylines and all that. And uh, and so Greg's daughter couldn't care less about it. Mm. So then our nephew had seen it and was itching to tell somebody about it. So Chandler says, well, just tell me because I don't care. Yeah. I, if you want to get it out of your system, just tell mm-hmm. me. And as he's telling it, Taylor walks up and hears it. Yeah. So he ruined it. So he heard the ending. He brought it up like a day later. He said, I can't believe he did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, think about it. I love it. I was did, has he found a way in sibling rivalry to blame Chandler for it? Kind of, yeah. He's like, we well, should never even ask to hear the ending because right. you don't know anything about the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So well, I, I was wondering if we were going to get to yeah, that. We go. Uh-huh. We go. Uh-huh. So. H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-
added to the story. It wasn't an epilogue, it was something different. I coined the term hepilogue that uh, Florida University and several others picked up and, and you started using. And there's hepilogues in every movie. Now, here's one of the, it's kind of a spoiler. No, no, I can't, I can't. no, no. I know what he was going to say, by the way, and it's really not a big deal. I couldn't. Did you know what he was going to say? Don't no, risk I'm, it. I just, people get mad at me about this, and I'm trying to. I don't think, I think somebody's already talked about this. Yeah, exactly. What did you just think? Uh, talking about the, the noise. Oh, yeah. 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 I've heard that. I think that's what he was going to say. Oh, okay. We've talked about that. Email us. Now, he had a name for it that he coined that Greg doesn't believe he coined. Well, but... they, a bunch of people picked up on it and started using it. We'll be right <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Phone show wrapping up the hour if you want to be with us. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. How about you? Happy birthday today. Elijah and Angela Wheatley. Right there. Right there. Hey. Uh, also here today is, um, I'm looking at everything. So it, we got somebody crossed through here. I think I got it. All right, let's see. Uh, John and Jody Grace, where are they at? Uh, having an anniversary today. They've been married for two years today. Newlyweds. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. And we wish you guys many, many more. Matt Hale is here today. Another birthday for JD. Where's JT? JT Carroll. There's JT. Uh, also, Jeremy Alexander having a birthday. Jeremy and Mary Jane. Alexander here today. So all in the golden ticket seats. They all picked themselves up uh, a Rick and Bubba double CD today. Also picking up a pound of BuzzBox coffee to take with them today. If you'd like to get your pound of BuzzBox, we'll send it to you for a dollar. Go to rickandbubba.com, click on uh, the BuzzBox logo there, and you can have the best tasting coffee you've ever had in your life. We think you'll agree. If not, then you're out a dollar. If you agree, you'll start being one of our subscribers and you'll drink delicious coffee that actually makes a difference in the lives of many people all over the world and advances the kingdom of God. Let me ask you a question. Is that coffee you're drinking right now, is it making a difference? Okay. That was funny. He said that's the line that got him as a buzz box subscriber. <laughs> he said he literally had some Dunkin' Donuts he coffee, one right of our golden ticket seats. And he said he said out loud, out loud in the car, no, it does not. <laughs> and uh, Rick, so, now what's the cost again? Uh, one dollar. Greg, can somebody let me hold a dollar? <laughs> So if you want to be with us, go to rickandbubba.com, click on contact. Tickets are free, but they do need to be reserved. All right, we do have calls coming in now. I know there's some things here we could push till tomorrow. Uh, You and I don't – I can't pronounce abominable snowman. Can you? Go with Yeti. Abominable snowman. Can I call him Yeti? Yeti. Yes. I'd like Bubba and Speedy to go back and forth with it until one of them gets it. (laughs) Abominable snowman. Abominable. Did I get it? Abominable snowman. Abominable. 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 Also known as the Yeti. Let's go with Yeti. The Indian Army claims they have found a footprint that belongs to the mysterious Yeti. Oh, come on. 32.5 by 15. 32 by 15 inches. That's a big one. That's a big foot. That is a real big foot. It's It's in the snow. It's not a footprint. It's an indention in the snow. It could have been where an animal's laying or something. Who knows? It could have been where Adler laid down. Yeah. I thought when I first saw this, I thought, "Hey, they got a it's picture funny. of they're they're up there. They ain't got nothing to do. Somebody was keeping around with their iPhone and got the Yeti <laughs> in the background, you yeah. know." But this 
Y'all, you I'd can't like take to... a picture of snow yeah. that's hey. pushed in on the ground and it somehow be a footprint. It don't even look like hey, a It foot. goes a little bit further than that. On the second page up top, it talks about what it looks like and the sound it makes. No, it doesn't. Here, here's what I want to footprint? No, it's based on no, other the, sightings. The, the, yeah, just saying, there's other people who have claimed to have seen him. It again. has an ape-like, it was an ape-like creature with a terrifying howl. Yes. Y'all, I, I don't... That I don't is, know who. Wow, that is terrible. I don't know who brought it up well, earlier. It's like a with as many phones what? as they are, <laughs> and Rick, you you go on the internet any day, you find pictures of everything under the sun at Walmart on the Ab- highway. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and and like Ham said, with with the satellites overhead, I can see the lawn chairs in our backyard. Mm-hmm. So we can't find Bigfoot and the Yeti. I have to see his birdbath. <laughs> I, I do that, have a well, go ahead, I, Rick. I think that was your your most terrifying sound you yeah. could make. It sounded like a dragon. I'd like really to, I'd like to go dragons. around the table, Greg. What would be your most terrifying sound you would make? If you're just <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right, you, you went hard too. Right. You gonna burst the other <laughs> eye? All right, here <laughs> It's not that terrifying. I made I that know. sound after I, I got bad Mexican one time. <laughs> Bubba? Bill, can I have your credit card? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Speedy, you got a terrifying sound? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was just grape ape. I don't know what that was. I scare you. Rick, the sound you made made sounds like a screech owl. You sounded like a dragon on Game of Thrones. Serious business. Adler, you got a terrifying sound? Golly. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be Franklin's smacking during the night. (laughs) Oh, that's that's smacking. <laughs> All right, let's go to let's go to Nate in Oklahoma. Nate, Nate, you got thirty seconds in Oklahoma. Go ahead. Hey guys, I don't know. My connection doesn't sound very good. Hope you can hear me. No, you're good. We got you. Okay, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. He needs to know. There's bold married men and there's old married men, but there's no bold old married men. <laughs> <laughs> well point. said. Well, that, is that, sums it up. that sums it up right there, my friend. That is a good one. Selena in Union Springs. Selena, go ahead. 30 seconds. <laughs> that American Idol kid reminds me of like a child version of James, James Knopf. Yes. Like he thought he owned it. He's like, I know. Oh my goodness. She said he acted like he owned it. Well, this next and final song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. Um, It has took me a lot of places I didn't think I would be at. Um, But it was the first time on stage, New Year's Eve 2002, uh, with one of the best quartets out there today, Brian Free and Assurance. And I was pri- uh, privileged to be able to sing this one with Brian Free. And uh, I don't know if I beat him that night or not, but ever since uh, then we've had competitions. I've wore him out. Um, <laughs> not to make me look good or anything, but that's what happened. So wow. So yeah. I want to think about you, this you is a tenor. It, you don't expect it from somebody who speaks plain. Yeah, right, I right. understand. Yeah, I, exactly. I didn't know that tenors like have competitions. Work with it, and, and Especially like, when they sing together. I pretty declare a winner. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much wore him out. <laughs> you know, at the Battle of the Tenors. <laughs> <laughs> who finished third? To, I know, oh, yeah. really? to the great state of California, Daniel standing oh, by. And, of course, I mean Northern California. Go ahead, Daniel. How you doing? Uh, monkey grass. 
Yeah, thank, Green thanks too. for the call, buddy. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you know, I get tired of hearing all this this talk about people saying, you know, don't spoil it for me, don't spoil it for me. If you have the opportunity to see something, then go see it. I mean, when I was on deployment in 2010, we didn't get to watch the Super Bowl. It was taped and sent over to us on our to our ship, and one of my buddies opened up ESPN.com, and there, and lo and behold, I see the Green Bay Packers on the mm. screen, and it's spoiled for me. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish I had that guy's voice. I did yeah, say. He had a good voice. Sounds like he's got his act together. Yeah. Got a good tone to his yeah, voice. Yeah. Pipes. Yeah. He probably should be doing this more than we should. Uh-huh. Sound like Barney Fife. Yeah. You do? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Greg, when you hear yourself, that's what you think? No, nah, I just don't. I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah, well, the worst thing you can do is to hear yourself. It's, no, it's yeah, one thing. Yeah, I know no. you love when a commercial comes out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing I is, didn't wear headphones for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I discovered it was when you had an old tape recorder when you were a kid. Yeah. And you played it back, you were like, that don't sound like me. Who's that? Like, Who's the kid with the weird voice? <laughs> Thanks for being with us. We've enjoyed our time today. A lot of you are wrapping up the day. Others, you've got uh, another hour coming up, whatever the case may be. We thank you for your time. And you can stay with us 24-7 there at Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.